And now, introducing the man who entered the game last night without a rooting interest but left it feeling wistful and nostalgic to previous sports seasons as he was reminded that not only was he tremendous in the NFL playoffs but there is nobody you'd rather have at the plate in a walk-off, winner-take-all scenario than Joseph Vincent Flacco. Following the news of his producer and co-host's impending departure, he'd reached out to Michael Buffer to take over the daily introduction, but said he had, quote, serious doubts that his voice would be able to live up to the moment, unquote. He is Glenn Clark. Yeah, if you missed it, unfortunately, uh, Kyle is dying. Uh, it's very yes. sad, yes. Uh, and uh, he's scheduled his death. It's October 15th, which I didn't know you could do that. I gotta be honest with you. That's uh, Correct, yeah. That's... You can do that. Is it a Kevorkian situation? Or? You just need Will. Is he still with us, Kevorkian? I don't know. That it would be, it would be ironic been. if he decided not to be. Right, like if he had gone to see somebody. About, mm-hmm. uh, he apparently perished a decade ago. I, I was right. I did not know that. I would have guessed I learned no something the Drew game. Uh, well, I, you know, that's the only thing that was ever like a, really fun when we had Drew on. Why don't we still do that? All right, uh, yeah, but we got uh, we got uh, some time before that. We got another week or so before uh, Kyle, unfortunately, is going to drive right off a cliff, and so we're gonna we're gonna make the most of it. We got uh, a lot to do on the program today. Today's show is brought to you by Window Nation. The fall is calling. Sale is underway at Window Nation. Temperatures are changing. Leaves are changing. It's time for some change in your life. Maybe some new windows. Get two free windows for every two you buy. Buy four, get four free. There's no limit, plus pay nothing for two full years. 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. Coming up a little bit later on, we're going to chat with Chuck Pagano, former, of course, Ravens defensive coordinator and Colts coach. Well, wouldn't you know, those two teams are playing on Monday night. How about that? Um, We'll talk to him about all sorts of stuff, but Chuck Pagano is going to join us. Uh, our first opportunity to catch up with Ty Lavatai, uh, who is the quarterback at the Naval Academy, and they just had a massive win over UCF on Saturday, who's really good. So that was a bit surprising, given how the season had started for the mids. Hopefully, it marks a moment where things have turned around. They got to take on undefeated SMU on Saturday, so we'll talk to him about all that. Of course, Thursday, so we'll make our picks. Ken Zalas will be by a little bit later on for the Press Box Fantasy Football Show, which we do every Thursday morning at 11.30 a.m. Facebook.com slash PressBoxSports, PressBoxOnline.com slash radio, brought to you by CCBC Glory Days Grill and the Maryland Department of Transportation. So get your questions in now at Glenn Clark Radio on Twitter, and we will pose them to KZ to help you set your Week 5 fantasy football lineups. I watched more uh, of the game last night. It was not as loathsome to me as the game the night before. It just didn't I, – I felt no joy. I felt no pain. I felt no sorrow. I felt nothing about it. But, but I, that's no different than any other moment of your life. Well, other than when I get the match bu- uh, book out, and then, boy, things really start to get a little wild. Hey, man, I do what I do. As we said before, we don't kink shame. Um it was compelling. I mean, I, this is playoff baseball, right? Playoff baseball is that thing where you're overanalyzing every decision that's made because the season is at stake, and I, I do enjoy that. I just, I just didn't enjoy watching the Dodgers win, but to be clear, I wouldn't have enjoyed watching the Cardinals win. There's no joy to be had. It's just sort of an exercise 
that you engage with. It's like when the the Peyton Manning and Tom Brady were playing against each other in the AFC Championship game. Like, oh, swell, I'll watch, but there's no joy to be had with any of this. And that's the way that I felt watching the baseball game last night. But I watched it, and it was compelling, and there were high leverage situations, and there were dramatic decisions that were made, and you know, both starting pitchers getting pulled fairly early kind of proved to be quite smart in both situations. It was it was an entertaining baseball game, keeping in mind that I did not particularly care what the result was. It ends up giving us Dodgers-Giants, which I guess is what most baseball fans are rooting for because it's the most ever wins combined between two teams meeting in the playoffs, which makes kind of wild that they're happening in the first round, but that's the way that it works. Uh, that was the concept of the wild card, and somebody might argue about whether or not that's fair to the Giants, right? Like, work all, work your ass off all year to win the division, finish with the best record by, you know, of, of anybody in the National League, of the division winners by far, and your reward is that you have to face probably the best team in all of baseball. And that's just the way the system works. That's the way it was set up. It It shapes up to be a compelling five-game series. It shapes up to be as compelling as you could ask for. And the other two teams are just fortunate that they get to avoid those two teams and hope they beat each other up for five games, something along those lines. I don't know. And then um, we'll see where that goes. But I I don't know. I'm, I guess I'm interested in it. I guess. I, it's not like the Giants are terribly embraceable. I'll, I'll prefer I them. I'm rooting for the Braves at this point. Of the National League teams? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think the Braves. But I just have very little faith in them being able to pull it off. I have no faith in the Braves being able to pull it off That's either. That's exactly what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, I'm talking about the Brewers. Like I probably, I, Braves. I know, and I'm probably rooting for the Brewers. I don't really care what you root. I don't care about anything. You're dying in eight days. So, I mean, the hell does anybody care? Would you leave for me in, my, in your will, by the way? Nothing. Now, that doesn't, that seems just spiteful, frankly. Carolina barbecue. Well, okay, you know what? I, let's go back to nothing. Let's go right back to nothing. I'd prefer it that way. Um... I'll root for the Brewers. I'll root. I'll root for whoever wins that series, likely because I don't. The Giants are tough to embrace too. Not because this team is. A, there's nothing wrong with this team. It's just you've watched them win constantly. You've you've watched them win multiple World Series. You're not. You don't need to see another one of them. It's it's just kind of over that. So. It's it's what we talked about yesterday. It's just sort of a large sigh that I feel about all of it. Like it's happening. I, I can't ignore the fact that it's happening, and it is playoff baseball. And playoff baseball is a very good product, and I want to enjoy it. It's just that it's tough because, like today, there's two games. They start at four o'clock, right? Mm-hmm. And I know for baseball fans, like the next couple of days are are thought of as like this is our March Madness, right? Like this is our opportunity to sit around and watch baseball all day, and I I get that, and I understand why. I'm more excited for the primetime football this week. Um, it's three really good games. I mean, Ravens, well, the Ravens Colts, Colts, Colts is worse, that, but it's that the Ravens, good of a game. So in that sense, yeah, I yeah. hear you. I mean, Rams Seahawks should be a good game, and I yeah, I don't disagree with that. And what's the, oh Sunday night's Kansas City yeah. Buffalo, right? Yeah, it's very good, obviously. Um. So the White Sox Astros, it's the same thing that we talked about yesterday. Like I, I, I guess I prefer the White Sox, but like yeah, Tony just stays such out of his a, own way. Kind but of it's thing. such a massive caveat to that man is that I genuinely don't want to see that dude succeed. Like I genuinely am rooting against him, and then I'll root for the Rays tonight. But you know, I don't feel good about that either. They sold what twenty five thousand tickets, twenty five thousand tickets. 
And they're and they're mad that the team president is talking about, you know, so openly about Montreal. And apparently, they hung a, a raise Montreal sign inside the stadium. They sold twenty five thousand. I think that's the story. That's Let's a bit say, awkward. Um. Well, the plan is to split it. Remember. That's weird, though. Just just do it if you're gonna do it. I don't. Apparently, they didn't actually. So they got backlash. So they wouldn't. Who would have thought? Yeah. Weird. Um, the, the plan, the plan was to Matt, Matt Silverman, who's the team president, said they were going to erect a sign that had a very simple Tampa Bay, <laughs> Tampa Bay, Montreal graphic. And then. How simple could it be? Those, those letters don't even. Yeah. I don't really know how that, <laughs> I mean, it's just the words Tampa Bay <laughs> and Montreal. On top of it. I mean, I, I guess that would be simple. And then apparently the owner whose name is Stuart Sternberg said, I'm, I'm really here to speak directly to our fans today and to apologize, quite frankly. I've always said that baseball is meant to be fun and engaging and exciting, brings the community together. I made a big mistake, a real mistake, in trying to promote our sister city plan with a sign right now in our home ballpark. Just the I absolutely idea should have known better, and really, I'm sorry for that. I'm here to tell the fans that the sign is not going to go That's, up. What a dumb idea that was. Well, I mean... I get it, but they don't like. Clearly, they're not going to be thrilled about it. Okay, but they like they don't really exist either. Like but it's the a ones butt that awkward, do it's care a, are not going to be happy. Spot to be in, man. Like, like wait until the really deal's done and then start marketing it. For what it's worth, yes, I'm probably with you. Just move the team, for God's sakes! Like, what what are you doing? You're trying really hard to get this thing to to to, to be embraced no one's ever going to embrace it like i don't really know how embraceable it is in montreal where they want baseball they want a team back but like sort of i guess we'll take kind of this situation you say that but like it's a good team if somebody if somebody came to me i love the nba somebody came to me and said glenn good news you're getting an nba team in baltimore yeah really he's like yep the kings are coming for for, half the year 20 of 40 games the kings will play in baltimore like what what would be, be a more apt comparison? Who's the most analytically inclined, successful team in the NBA? Oh, okay. All right. You Oklahoma City, way? perhaps? Maybe. Maybe. Right? The Thunder. Eh, it still wouldn't. Like, that, I mean, there's got to be better than that, right? It just feels cheap. It feels like when the Wizards would play four games a year here. And you'd be like, they're not your team. You, you'd watch because it's basketball in your community. Like, you go to the games. You go to see the opponents. You'd be like, wow, Chris Weber is going to be in Baltimore. I mean, I would still have at least more of a rooting interest at that point. I guess, man. I I think this is a bad idea. I think this just, like... I get it. I don't disagree. Just do it. If you're going to do it, do it. Just go. Just go, man. Plus, Montreal's a great baseball city. Just go. Probably a city in general. I would like to visit it. Well, if the Orioles are playing division games in Montreal in the future, perhaps you could go visit and see a game while you're there. We'll are see. they going to play in the same stadium they would played in all those years back, or do they have a new one? Uh, I I would assume that that's where they're going to play. Although I don't I don't know how that that old the Olympic Stadium's quite yeah. old. I don't know. I don't know, man. I I got to be honest with you. I'm not paying that much attention to this situation. I just saw that sign thing pop up yesterday. But those are the games today. All right, I got this question. Um, Glenn Clark Radio, Thursday edition of the program, also brought to you by C3 American Exteriors. Don't let the insurance industry get one over on you. Call C3 to get roof and siding repairs for just the cost of your home insurance deductible. 410-401-9797 or C3America.com for your free analysis. Paul from Ovilando, if you're DaCosta and you can only make one trade to improve the roster this season, which position are you trading for? Unlike past seasons where it was always, quote, need a pass rusher, there's a plethora of options this year. Offensive tackle, running back, middle linebacker, amongst others. All right, well, I'll tweet this out. Uh, I'll put this out there as a think tank today. 
I would tell you my answer is running back. I it with the caveat being not knowing the situation for the offensive tackles. Sure. Like that's well, the Stanley and particular. Well, Tyree Phillips is very significant there too. I that's get it. 100%. I mean, if Illinois has played well enough that. I think he would still but be if, playing if over you Phillips, know for but for sure that both purposes. Uh, I think he would be. I think he would be. And McCarry's acquitted himself quite nicely. I, I agree time. with that wholeheartedly. But if I wouldn't, if you know that Ronnie Stanley is done for the rest of the year, no, I get it. Depth um, is important. I, I, you know, the, the offensive tackle thing is predicated on the health situation. We're also working with the assumption that Alejandro Villanueva is fine. Um, it's totally based around health. If you know something about Ronnie Stanley, and you're just doing a wacky bit, then then that takes over as the answer. But the fact that Ronnie Stanley still isn't on IR makes me say I, I have to think that they believe that Ronnie Stanley is going to play here at some point. And so because of that, while everyone else says offensive tackle, I hear you. I think you've got the guys. It's just dependent on whether or not they're they're healthy and they're going to be able to play as the year goes on. You've been able to get by with what you got for now. If you're getting your horses back at some point, then, you know, I don't feel so bad about offensive tackle. The, the way that the guys that have played have held up, as Kyle points out, is very encouraging, and it can still be improved upon, frankly. So that's a big thumbs up for me. And yes, to, you know, to the point that if Patrick McCarry's played so well that if Stanley and Phillips come back, maybe Phillips comes back as left guard because you still haven't really been committed Fine. to it anyone. Hasn't been a disaster, it hasn't but, been egregious, but they right. clearly don't feel strongly about anybody at left guard because they've been they've been rotating. And I don't know, maybe maybe they do or don't feel stronger about Tyree Phillips. I don't know. He played obviously it's very well. Still very early in Ben Cleveland's career, so there's still you know growth to be had. Not, not who knows? He you know might well, grow not, into the position. I think I Ben Cleveland growing. He's a could, big guy. Yeah, yeah, I doubt that. I mean, he could end up being a good player. They clearly don't they don't have faith in that at the moment as him no being the answer. No more than him at Ben Powers. Correct. Kind of they clearly don't have that faith at the moment. And so if Tyree Phillips can solve that problem for them, if they believe that they could plug him back in at left guard and leave McCarry at right tackle and Ronnie Stanley at left tackle with Alejandro Villanueva being a, a swing, although I don't know how good I feel about the swing part of it because, again, he did not play right tackle well at all. Mm -hmm. um, he just sort of becomes your backup left tackle, and that's the way that it goes. I That sounds... That sounds like a good problem to me. That sounds like you're in a pretty good situation. So it's totally dependent on where you are health-wise with with those guys. If if you believe they're going to be back to play, and sp I, Stanley, mm -hmm. partic particularly Stanley, then I I don't think that left tackle is a priority for me, at, or that tackle is a priority for me at all. I know a lot of people have talked about what's going to have to be a priority in the draft. Remember, the Ravens signed Jawan James with the idea that he would probably be their right tackle next season. Now, they've got to figure out where he is as well. They've got to figure out if he's on a trajectory to play, if the injury has has cost him in a way that, like, it it would be more of a concern. And presumably he's only a one-year plan at this moment for, for right tackle next season. But I'm just not as hell-bent that – they clearly have a desperate need at the position that they're going to be forced to address. All these early mock drafts are having them tied to tackles um, moving towards next year. I don't know that I see that. But the point to all of this is the answer to me is running back. They, they, they just don't have it. They don't have a guy. 
who knows, right? Le'Veon. Maybe. I like, get it. maybe, but it's. I get it. I wouldn't bet on it, it necessarily. It I, I would probably. I would probably wait a couple of weeks before I bit the bullet and made a move. Probably. I mean, I probably would, would wait a little bit, but. I mean, I, I say that. It, I mean, dep- I don't know it depends market, on. Right. It depends right, on what's out there and what the costs are and what other teams might get involved. Should they have injuries? If there's. If if Marlon Mack is sitting there for a sixth round pick, I'm probably willing to do that and not wait to find out about Le'Veon Bell in order to get my answer because it's such a low cost thing that I'll I'll take the chances that Le'Veon Bell isn't the guy or that Marlon Mack can just be even if he is that Marlon Mack can still be helpful in this equation like it's something that I'm willing to do whether or not he's really available for that. I mean, presumably the Colts are trying to hold up to get everything they can get for Marlon Mack, and they don't feel any rush necessarily to trade him because who knows, if they go beat the Ravens on Monday night, as unlikely as that seems, suddenly they're sitting at 2-3, and and they're very much in the mix in a Mm -hmm. 17-game season. So, you know, I'm not... I don't know. I don't know exactly what their thought process is, but... I'd be willing to make the move. I'm not I'm I'm not making any plans under the assumption that I have an answer at running back on my roster. Whereas I think I've got the answers, perhaps at tackle on the roster. So running back to me is the priority. Is again, as much as you just don't want to trade for running backs. I know the Rams did with Sony Michelle and you know, I don't I don't I don't really know how how strongly they'll feel about that decision when they get the next year and Cam Akers is back and what was the cost for Sony Michelle? Sixth round. Sixth. Yeah, I mean that's it's hard to really feel like you wasted a sixth round pick. It's really hard to feel that way. If you can get someone did they give anything back in that swap? Mm-mm. It was just straight up for a Sony a sixth round pick. I believe so. <sighs> Why didn't the Ravens do that? Because they have faith in their guys, you know. Okay, sure. And that's uh, no, it was a fourth. It was a fourth round pick too. Yeah, I thought there had to be more to that. It was the sixth and the fourth. Future fourth or uh, two thousand twenty three fourth. So it's a little steep, even. Yeah, I mean, I that's that's why I I was like I, I don't I don't understand why they wouldn't have done it for a six. I get why they wouldn't do that. You you might start thinking about that in twenty twenty three. You might start thinking to yourself, really, did we really give up a fourth round pick for Sony Michelle? Like, really, was that the the way that we went? And I'd understand that. I'd understand that feeling. And I understand that you just don't want to trade for a running back. But it's the one position on the roster where I look and I say, I just don't think you have, you don't have an answer at all. I don't think you have anything that's an answer. Whereas at these other positions, I get we've been frustrated at inside linebacker. Guys played better as the game went on. and Harrison looked good. You know, maybe Board this is, is a moment for Chris Board. To, and so you know, like, I hear you. I wouldn't necessarily be... Jumping through hoops to upgrade it's there, also particularly because the, fi- the investment you had in Queen is sort of like it would be. Well, that's a different con. The, the Queen conversation is different to me. Like at some point, when do they acknowledge? Like, how far do you get with Patrick Queen, where you acknowledge he's not special? And I don't know, right? Like I don't know at what point you start having that conversation. But how much would special cost in that comparison? Well, I mean, right? like, you can right. Correct. I don't think there's any world in which you're trading for special. Right, yeah. I think you're you're looking to sort of plug a hole. And the Ravens, over their history, the one the area where of you course. can find that they have been able to do that is an inside linebacker. No, it's a different We've, game now than it was then, though. I mean, the coverage is the emphasis for an inside linebacker for a lot of times now. Whereas well, they, back then it was run stopping. They, like they're going to have to they're going to have to scheme that, right? Like they're going to have to scheme that and. That's not easy to do, and there's no simple answer, but there's 
Mm-hmm. The idea that you're trading for a coverage inside linebacker yeah, at this point. You're going to be spending in serious money. I mean, Jalen Smith is not exactly, he wouldn't have been cut if he had that good. Correct. And he's already going to Green Bay. So. Correct. 100%. So that's my answer. But if you want to get yours in, at Glenn Clark Radio on Twitter, share your thoughts. We'll talk about it throughout the course of the day. The next Tyus Bowser show is coming up Tuesday, October 19th. We'll be at Twain's Tavern in Pasadena. Looking forward to this event. Tyus and a special guest will join us. Find out more by going to PressBoxOnline.com slash Bowser. It's brought to you by PressBox, Great Eights Memorabilia, and True Strong Services. We'll see you for the Tyus Bowser Show coming up Tuesday, October 19th at Twain's Tavern in Pasadena. When we come back in, we're going to chat with Chuck Pagano. That's next. Glenn Clark Radio. Need to hone your computer skills to boost your career? Or maybe you want an IT certification. CCBC Continuing Education has the courses and programs you need for a career in the computer field. And it's all tuition free. From the basics to specialized training, we have the classes you need from hardware to programming to cybersecurity and so much more. It's your choice. It's your career. Call 443-840-4700 or visit ccbcmd.edu slash computer training. Hi, it's Glenn Clark here for Window Nation. You know, a lot of things change with the season this time of year. The leaves change, temperatures change, your clothing changes. But the one thing that stays rock solid is the quality windows, installation, and customer service from Window Nation. Plus, their amazing offer, buy two windows, get two free, plus pay nothing for two full years. They never cut corners when it comes to quality and transparency from start to finish. Call 866-90NATION today or online at windownation.com. It's the perfect time for Window Nation, the perfect fit. That first sip. That first bite. Mm. Start your day off right with a delicious breakfast at Royal Farms. Choose from a fantastic selection of fresh Royal Farms breakfast sandwiches and top it off with a rich hot cup of the freshest coffee in the world. At Royal Farms, breakfast is available day and night. It's the freshest breakfast in the world. Real fresh, real fast. Royal Farms. As one of only seven equestrian events of its kind, the inaugural Maryland Five Star at Fair Hill will give you unparalleled access to Olympic athletes in action. Come see the world's best horses and riders compete at the new Fair Hill Special Event Zone this October 14th through 17th in Elkton, Maryland. Don't miss the exhilarating cross-country competition, the elegance of dressage, and the precision of show jumping. There's something for the whole family, including great shopping, the Fresh Food Fest, beer, wine, and spirits, showcase and so much more come enjoy a beautiful fall day at the maryland five star at fair hill october 14th through 17th buy your tickets now at maryland five star.us with the number five i love you more than selfie poses i love you more than spraying hoses i love you more than bird calls but not as much as football celebrate your love of football with raven scratch-offs from the maryland lottery win up to a hundred thousand dollars instantly or second chance cash and raven's prizes i love you more than snowballs but not as much as football play raven scratch-offs at any maryland lottery retailer please play responsibly This is GlennClarkRadio.com. Nothing but net. All right, back in here on GCR. Mobile One full synthetic motor oil helps extend engine life. Visit your local Jiffy Lube service center. Ask for Mobile One. Had to do this a little bit earlier on. Opportunity to catch up with Chuck Pagano right here on GCR. 
Well, you know, earlier in the week we were talking about uh, a lot about what was going on with the Ravens and the Broncos, and we just started reaching out to some friends of ours that are former head coaches. And I know that a lot of us have kind of moved on from that, but man, anytime I get a chance to chat with our next guest, I'm I'm not saying no. That's the way that it works, and this is what he can make work with his schedule. So it's a pleasure, as always, to welcome former Ravens defensive coordinator and NFL head coach. Coach Chuck Pagano is back with us in Baltimore on GCR. Coach, it's Glenn. It's always such a pleasure to chat with you. Thank you for taking a couple of minutes for us. Hey, likewise. Thanks for having me. It is so good to chat with you. I guess let me start. What are you up to? How's Where's life taking you? Where are you at in the world? What are you doing these days? We're full-time in uh, Boise, Idaho, uh, currently in McCall, just a couple hours north. Um, all my kids, all my grandkids are in Idaho in our backyard. Um, everybody's within 30 minutes. So Tina and I are, are living a, a, a blessed life right now. That's and awesome. Got our grandkids and grandson and, and, uh, playing a little bit of golf and, just no stress anymore on Sunday. I love that. So, so life's good. What about what about health wise? That's the other important question. How you doing health wise? I'm doing great. I love I'm that. I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. I yeah, all that. good on that end. I love to hear that, Coach. All right, so can you can you help me out with a couple of things? Right, like just just a couple of things that we've been batting around this week. Um, were you as shocked? I don't know how you heard. Were you as shocked by Vic Fangio exploding the way that he did? Uh, the other day, uh, as as a lot of people were, and whether you agree with what the Ravens did or not, because I think there's room for, for for people to have debate about that and to have opinion on either side, and I think that's fine. But but boy, that was really shocking to me that, that not even guys that have a relationship, um, but that any NFL head coach would be that aggressive in going after another one. You know, I've been on both ends of that and and dealt with it. You know, but um, I think like everybody else. You know, at the end of the game, you just expect the, you know, the other opponent, you know, when they're up like that or whatever, and they're on a knee to, you know, take a knee. And, um, you know, certainly that's obviously what, what Coach Fangio and the rest of the Broncos thought. But, you know, there's the other point is, you know, what John did. And, and you know, and I wouldn't find any offense to it, knowing, you know, uh, what it is and what they were, you know, shooting for and the record and all that stuff. And, you know, John's responsibility is to, you know, the Baltimore Ravens, you know, and most importantly, the players, the locker room. And you know more than anybody else that, you know, they wanted to achieve, you know, that that rushing mark for the day and keep that, that streak alive. And, you know, so um, I applaud him for that. You know, John's a great coach and he's a player's coach and he's always, you know, ha- you know, kept those guys in mind. And I think given same circumstances on the other end, it just depends what side of the – you know, field drawn, you know, if it, if it was roles were reversed and, you know, coach Fangio's players came up to him and said, Hey, look, we've got, you know, this on the line. What do you think? You know, and, you know, if you're losing whatever, you know, you might, you might think twice about it, but I think he'd do the same thing to be honest with you. Okay. That's interesting. You know, he pointed out um, the Ravens, uh, he, he called into account player safety, which was, I think, some. I think that's what set John Harbaugh off a little bit, um, saying this is how the Ravens operate, and they're not, you know, the player safety is secondary. When he said it, you, you've been around this league a long time, including in Baltimore. Um, do, do you know anything about the Ravens? And I know, I know there was the they got penalized the one time for you know the 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 padded practices, and you know that was an issue, but. I, are you aware of there being a history of problems related to the Baltimore Ravens and player safety? Not at all. 
not at all. That's the gold standard, um, Baltimore Ravens. And, you know, I was blessed to be there for four years, and John gave me a great opportunity back in 2008. And, you know, they do things the right way uh, from the top down, starting with the owner and Steve Bishotti and on down to whoever's, you know, cooking eggs in the kitchen. You know, they, <laughs> they've done it, they've done it the, the right way for a long, long time, and that's why they've had the success that they have. And so, you know, when something like that happens, I mean, it's, it's an easy target, and you say, hey, they've always, you know, Vic worked there. Right. John employed him, and right. Vic and I were together there in 2008. Right. You know, so I, I just think, you know, in, in the heat of the moment, when those things happen, you know, sometimes you just got to pause, you know, and take a breath. You know, and before you, you say anything, just give it some time, give it some thought. And then, you know, usually, you know, after the fact, you know, Monday morning quarterback, I am now it's, it's easy, you know, but in the heat <laughs> of the battle, you just can't, you just can't do that. But, but no way that that's a first class uh, organization and a first class owner, GM, head coach, Ozzy. I mean, the whole thing. He is the great Chuck Pagano and he's with us here on Glenn Clark radio. So, so Chuck, I agree on that, Ken. So here's the only issue I have with the whole thing is I, I am a bit confused as to when 100 yards of team rushing became a number that, that, would, that anybody cared about, like, that we would even keep track of something like this. And that's the only issue I had with the whole thing is I just, I just don't get why this is a record. Like I'd, I'd never, I've never heard of anybody talking about 100 yards of team rushing as being an accomplishment uh, during the course of a game. Am, am I missing something? Has that been a number that we've we've held up in some capacity, and somehow I just never heard about it? Or I I I, I think it's 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 odd or you know interesting. I don't know. It's a it's an anomaly. I don't know what I feel about it, but it just something about this rings hollow to me as like being a true accomplishment, just because it's just never a number that I've heard of as being significant. Yeah, there are so many, you know, and, and like I had to keep a cheat sheet of all these things going into every game. With individual, because really? we hear about more individual, okay. you know, streaks, you know, if you will, and and not so much maybe a rushing for a hundred yards as a, as a team, you know, as a you know as a milestone. I know individually, you know, again, there's a there's a ton of records and you know kickers things like that. And I always I always you know made sure my PR department, you know, kept me abreast of all those things. So if there was something that was really really significant, especially when it came to a player you know, and keeping a streak alive, you know, I've made myself aware of it, but there's probably a lot more that may seem irrelevant, you know, to you that, uh, that, you know, in some circles or some organizations, it, it means a lot. Okay. I mean, I, I, I can listen to that. I can, I can, uh, you know, it's, it's odd to me. I, it makes no sense, but I, I hear you. And I get that some things are related to incentives and those are a big deal. Um, but this one, I was just, I kind of found myself scratching my head a little bit and saying, Okay, uh, 100 yards of team rushing. I guess that's something. I don't know, Coach. I don't know. Um, I right. think in the pa- passing era, you know, because everybody's throwing the ball for 300, 400 yards a game, and now nobody's hardly running the ball except the Ravens, you know. No, that, yep, anyway. yep. no there, there's, there's no doubt about that. Uh, Coach Chuck Pagano is with us here on Glenn Clark Radio. Coach, with all that in mind, um, wh- whatever this number does represent, and it, maybe to your point, what you're saying right now, is the league has changed and the Ravens are doing something you know, wildly different than what the rest of the league has been doing. And you know, maybe the last couple of weeks we've actually seen Lamar Jackson open it up a little bit more as the Ravens have been dealing with these injuries at running back and on the offensive line and, and, and haven't 
uh, been quite as dominant as we're used to with, uh, on the ground, but Lamar's looked great. I guess just in general, how surprised have you been by their ability to do something so wildly different than what the rest of the league has been doing? And how impressed are you now to see maybe Lamar Jackson... You know, he threw the ball 37 times last week. He's Two weeks ago against Detroit, might have been the best he's ever looked throwing the football. How dangerous do you think they can be as Lamar shows himself to be more of a complete passer than we had seen before? Yeah, when you have a dynamic um, football player like, like Lamar, you know, defensively, and as a, as a former defensive you know, coach all my, my whole co- entire coaching career, I mean, you're scared to death of a dude like that mm. that can, you know, not only drop back to pass and then extend plays and then, you know, get first downs with his legs and, and make, you know, phenomenal plays, things like that, but, but running the football and the zone reading stuff, and, you know, they do a phenomenal job you know, of designing, you know, ways to run the football, whether it's zone schemes, gap schemes, pullers, unbalanced, uh, you know, the fourth and one play, you know, that, you know, he yelled at Lamar, you want to go, you want to go. You, they knew the whole time, I'm sure, that they yeah. were going, yeah. you know. But you just put that ownership in that kid's hands, and that was an unbalanced line. They had, I don't know, 2,000 pounds, you know, or, or 3,000 <laughs> on the left side of the, of the offensive line, you know. And everybody knew where it was going to go, but they still couldn't stop it. So um, very, very dangerous, and it's great to see Lamar, um, you know, using his arm talent as well. Because anytime you – because you're going to stack the box and you're, you're going to make him. Everybody goes in saying, hey, Lamar, if he throws for 500 on us and beats us, so be it. But we're not going to let him beat us with our legs. We're not going to, you know, let him run the football on us like Denver. But then as soon as you start, you know, putting eight, nine guys in a box – it opens up everything downfield for Hollywood and the rest of those guys. And, and Lamar's, you know, gaining confidence in that arm and making big plays down the field. He is Chuck Pagano. He's with us here on Glenn Clark Radio. Uh, Chuck, you had a hell of a kicker during your uh, time in Indianapolis. Um, but uh, how much do you wish maybe you would have had Justin Tucker one year earlier in Baltimore to line up in that AFC championship game in 2011? Oh, God. <laughs> that would have been nice, huh? Yeah. Yeah. That guy. Yeah. It's crazy. You think about, though, the way the stars lined up and, you know, because, you know, through that touchdown, it would be touchdown down to Lee Evans, you know, uh, and it got knocked out at the last second. Then we missed the field goal. And, you know, had we won that game, you know, I wouldn't have been able to, you know, pick up the phone. The Colts called the next day. Wow. I talked to those guys. Wow. So I guess things happen, you know, for a reason. But, yeah, it would have been nice to have made that and gone on to have a chance to win a world championship. Yeah, it's so funny you bring that up because we've thought a lot about the, like, you know, if, if he makes that kick, the Ravens are probably never in the market for a Justin Tucker um, in that offseason. <laughs> exactly. and, and who knows what happens in that Super Bowl. They might have won it. They might not have. But I think a lot of people have looked at that day as, like, the day that set up the Ravens Super Bowl run the following year. So maybe it was the luckiest thing ever for a lot of people. <laughs> for everybody but Billy, I guess. <laughs> yeah, the only worst thing about it was, you know, we made the playoffs that year, and our first game was, you know, obviously at your place and playing the Ravens. Yeah, the fun, Ray Lewis. Yeah, yeah. the first game Ray came back and all that BS, and I'm so close with Ray. I was like, I okay, you got to announce your retirement, and then you got to come back, you know, in the playoffs. And who you, you just knew that that was going to be the, the spark. I mean, they were a good team, but that was going to carry him on to that championship. Uh, thanks a lot, Ray. Thanks a lot, right? <laughs> 
Yeah, worked out yeah. all right. Worked out all right for us, Chuck. We worked yeah. out okay Absolutely. for us in Baltimore. Well, I wanted to try to put you on the spot and um, <clears throat> ask you to tell me who the greatest kicker in football history is. I was wondering if maybe I could engage you on that. It's... Yeah, Adam. Ah, Adam hands it. down. Damn it. <laughs> I get it. He's your guy. I understand that. I <laughs> Who understand. else am I going to say? I mean, the truth is the truth. I got to keep it 100 with you guys. Nobody better than that. Now, his numbers may be broken, this, that, and the other, but until that happens, you know, he's a he's a great player, a better person, but first class, or excuse me, first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah. You ever kick a 66-yarder to win a game, uh, Coach? You ever do that? You ever do that, huh? Huh? I know a guy who no, did. we may never. There's only one right yeah. now, and yeah. we may never, you know, hopefully get to see another one. But that was that was friggin' amazing. It really was, wasn't <laughs> Just it? Just amazing. And the, for that thing to hit the crossbar and, and go through as clean as it did and hit the back net, that's just some things were meant to be. Something about it, Coach, it's, you know, guys can try field goals like that at the end of a half without having a lot to lose, right? Like, let's just take a crack at it, see what happens. No big deal. I know it didn't work out that way for uh, Prater a couple weeks ago because it got returned. But, you know, you'll see that. You'll see guys try field goals. Yeah. That's with the game on the line. <laughs> That's a win or no lose question. situation. <laughs> How about they get a fourth to get fourth and 19 to put it's him true. in that situation? Yep. My God. It's true, man. That's why this is why, you know, it's so funny because, and I'm not trying to call out John, but he was talking about the Broncos still trying to go for it in the final minute the other day. And I'm like, well, wait a second. It's a two possession game. Like, it, that's what teams are supposed to do in a two-possession game is try to go score in the final minute, get an onside kick, because you never know what kind of crazy things might happen, like converting a fourth and 19 and kicking a 66-yard field goal, man. Like, it's a, it's a no, crazy and, league. Yeah, and, you know, in, you know, to that point, your players want to play, because you talk about playing 60 minutes, one play at a time, all you got, right? So yep. we're going to play the full 60 minutes, whether you think the game's out of control or not, so... I mean, a coach owes that to his players to to give him a chance. What what when you when you sit down on Monday night and it's the the Ravens and the Colts? What kind of emotions go? This is just a fascinating. I know this doesn't really mean anything to anybody but you. But like, what what goes through your mind when you sit down and watch those two organizations play a football game against each other? Just memories, all the great moments we had at both both spots. Just very very grateful and and blessed uh, to have had the time that we had. You know, and root so hard for both those organizations and. God, our family just—we love both places. And um, again, it was—it's why you play and coach and sacrifice all that you do is for moments, you know. And you just now you get to sit back and and cheer for both, and and uh, you know, hope nobody—you know—everybody's safe and nobody gets hurt and all that stuff, and just be a fan. Is it is it really over at this point, Coach? Are you are you, are you sure you're done at this point? If you saw the life that I'm living right now and where I'm <laughs> the beautiful trees that I'm looking at right now and the colors are changing and playing golf, I never thought I'd I'd play golf in early October in the mountains of Idaho, but Dean and I are doing that now and so yeah, no, you because they always say never say never, but no, I'm I'm done. I'm yeah, I'm I'm having too much. Well, what fun. happens when Ed Reed gets like the coaching job at Miami in a couple years and he gives you a call? What happens then? <laughs> yeah. hey, well, maybe for Ed, if, if, he, if he was, if he wanted, if he did call, yeah, uh, maybe that's that's one guy that would be hard to say no. Yeah, to. it's tough. It's tough. All right, then. Then I want to leave with this, if I could. If if it's really over, the the greatest pinch me moment that you got to experience in in your career, Coach. The the I, I always use the term pinch me, like the 
the moment where you you knew as as it was experienced, somebody you met, somebody you spent time with, what you witnessed, whatever it was, the moment that gave you the greatest chills experiencing it during your career in the game of football? That's a really, really tough question. Because it's like there were so many. You know, you have your ups and downs, but there were so many that it's hard to just to name one. And then as soon as I do it, I'll think, well, what about this one? What about that one? You know, and then my wife will get involved and go, what about this one? You know, blah, blah, blah. But we're blessed to have some really great ones. I think when I think of great moments, you know, the Kansas City comeback at Indy when we were down 28 Mm, mm, and win that game mm, 45-44. But the divisional game, like when we went out and beat Denver in the divisional game, uh, to put us in the AFC Championship game in 2014. And I had my wife on the sideline. You know, I had my mom and dad. I grew up in Colorado, so I was back in Denver. My whole family in the stands, dad on the sidelines. That was that was a moment that, you know, still raises the hair, you know, on the back of my neck. That's and cool. I, I still get goosebumps, you know, talking about that and thinking about that one. That was a big one. That's cool. Very cool. Coach Chuck Pagano, uh, you know we love you here. You know everybody here will always be rooting for you, and you know there's always free meals this way whenever you whenever you wander back into yeah. town. Uh, thank you as always taking the time for us, Coach, and enjoy enjoy this amazing life with you and your family out in Idaho. Yeah, thank you so much, and, you know, you guys gave me a good football fix. Uh, for this week, so it, it it it's a pleasure being with you guys. Thank you. It's a great Chuck Pagano checking in with us. He says, "I think Vic Fangio would have done the same thing." I don't know about that, but maybe, maybe I I certainly get that. All right, uh, today's show also brought to you by the Stan the Fan Variety Hour. If you missed it, Stan and Gary Stein caught up with Olympian Boyd Martin last night ahead of the Maryland Five Star, which is a massive event coming. Literally within 10 days to Cecil County in Fairhill. It's going to be an unbelievable weekend up there uh, to check out the greatest athletes in the entire sport. And if you want to find out more about it, then watch the show last night with Stan Gary and Nathan Boyd. It's available right now. Facebook.com slash PressBoxSports. Click on the Videos tab or go to PressBoxOnline.com slash Video. As always, Stan shows Brought to you by C3 American Exteriors. Don't let the insurance industry get one over on you. Call C3 to get roof and siding repairs for just the cost of your home insurance deductible. 410-401-9797 or C3America.com for your free analysis. Navy quarterback Ty Lavatai joins us next. It's Glenn Clark Radio. What's up, everybody? This is Ty's Bowser. I can't wait to see you guys for the Ty's Bowser show this fall. We're going to be taking the show on the road all over the area. You can meet me and my very special guests. If you can't make it out, you can watch the show on live on Pressbox Facebook page or listen the next day. Find out more about where we'll be by checking out PressBoxOnline.com slash Bowser. We'll see you all season long for the Ty's Bowser show. The next Ty's Bowser show is Tuesday, October 19th at Twain's Tavern in Pasadena. It's brought to you by PressBox. Great Eights memorabilia and true strong services. Hi, it's Glenn Clark here for Window Nation. You know, a lot of things change with the season this time of year. The leaves change, temperatures change, your clothing changes, but the one thing that stays rock solid is the quality windows, installation, and customer service from Window Nation. Plus, their amazing offer buy two windows, get two free, plus pay nothing for two full years. They never cut corners when it comes to quality and transparency from start to finish. Call 866 90 Nation today or online at windownation.com. 
Nation.com. It's the perfect time for Window Nation, the perfect fit. I love you more than rock and roll. I love you more than a swimming hole. I love you more than pinball, but not as much as football. Celebrate your love of football with Raven scratch-offs from the Maryland Lottery. Win up to $100,000 instantly or second chance cash in Raven's prizes. I love you more than gumballs, but not as much as football. Play Raven Scratch-Offs at any Maryland Lottery retailer. Please play responsibly. Every seat is the best seat at M&T Bank Stadium. Don't miss a moment of Ravens football this season. Single game tickets are now available at BaltimoreRavens.com slash tickets. I love driving my tractor trailer. And just like you, I just want to make it to my destination safely. If you drive too closely to my truck, I can't see you, and you can't see what's in front of me. If I have to brake suddenly, our lives can be changed forever. If a truck stops quickly, can you? Don't tailgate trucks. Brought to you by the Maryland Department of Transportation State Highway Administration. The latest issue of Press Box is available now. On the cover, Bo Smolka profiles Ravens cornerback Marlon Humphrey, who may well be the Ravens' next true defensive superstar in the lineage of Ray Lewis, Ed Reed, and Terrell Suggs. Also inside, we introduce you to Maryland Navy, Towson, and Morgan State football players and everything you need to know for football betting as it launches in Maryland. Press Box is available for free at over 500 area locations, including 60 Royal Farm stores, and you can always find the entire edition as well as the best daily coverage of the Orioles, Ravens, and Terps at PressBoxOnline.com. You are out. You are listening to Glenn Clark Radio Radio at GlennClarkRadio.com. All right, back in here on GCR. Boy, did we have a feast yesterday. Oh, so great. Another thank you to Glory Days Grill as they brought us by the Slam Dunk Pretzels and the Brewer's Sausage Platter and the delicious Chicken Schnitzel. And then uh, there was some mixing as the day went on. So, like, they brought the queso to go with the slam dunk pretzels. But at one point, I took uh, a bite of sausage and, and tried that with the queso. You know, why not? It was here. I, uh, Kyle, you did the, the the chicken schnitzel with the mustard at one point. That yes, was the, the, that was for grain, the sausage. Yes. Yeah, like we, there was just there was some cross pollination that was occurring. And all of it was wonderful, literally every combination. The Oktoberfest menu is available now at your neighborhood Glory Days Grill, and it is phenomenal. It is so bloody good. Recommend all of it. The Brewer Sausage Sandwich, the Apple Cobbler. This just, oh, my mouth is watering thinking about what a feast we had. And you can have as well. Uh, you can take advantage of it by going to glorydaysgrill.com, putting your order in, picking it up, taking it home. You can sit out on the patio and enjoy your delicious Glory Days Grill, or you can dine in at your neighborhood Glory Days Grill. All of those meals pair well with many of any of their many Oktoberfest beers that are on draft or Angry Orchard as well. Just a great time to be at Glory Days Grill with that wonderful Oktoberfest menu. Again, glorydaysgrill.com. We also had to do this a little bit earlier on because uh, they've got a football game to get ready for, and so they're on the practice field right now, but an opportunity to catch up with Navy quarterback Ty Lavatai right here on GCR. Well, what a Saturday it was uh, down in Annapolis. My God, um, rough start for the season for the Navy midshipmen and a very difficult opponent in UCF, and they put together uh, one of the finest performances that we've seen in some time. Uh, we got a first-time guest joining us now here on GCR. He is Navy quarterback Ty Lavatai, and he is with us here on Glenn Clark Radio. 
Ty, it's Glenn in Baltimore. It's so good to chat with you, man. Thank you so much for taking the time, and congratulations on what had to be a special day for everybody. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. I, I know you guys are um, the type to say, hey, we, we only get a certain amount of time to celebrate, then we got to move on, and you got another big game coming up against SMU. But if you could engage me anyway, um, experiencing that, tie everything you guys have been through, and I can only imagine how difficult it's been because there's a standard that exists at Navy, and you know, even for yourself, right, and trying to solidify yourself as a quarterback for this team, what was it like to have a day like you guys had this past Saturday? Um, yeah, I mean, it, it was just awesome to see it, like all cylinders hitting. Um, offense, we were, we started to move. We were uh, great up front with the push. Uh, we could get on the perimeter. Uh, the B-backs were running hard. Everyone was doing their job. Um, I made a couple of misreads, but uh, definitely going to correct that. Uh, defense was getting us the ball back when we in, in big situations, and special teams was um, improved a lot over the since the beginning of the year. Um, it was great just being able to see how like how we can play and how um, each week we've gotten better, and it just all came together uh, last Saturday. You, so it was great to see that. You referenced that, right? Like I think I think people maybe didn't notice what happened against Houston. Did Did you come out of that game and say like we we know we you know, we're we're not worried. We know we're close. Um, yeah, for sure. I mean, we, we could see, we could feel that we were, we were like, we were definitely getting better as time went on. Um, none of us gave, ever gave up on ourselves, even though, uh, people counted us out. We all believed, um, everyone in that locker room believed in ourselves. I think that was one of the biggest points too, is that, um, we weren't just going to give up and lay down for anybody. And I think, uh, our fighting spirit showed uh, on Saturday. Is there something that's even more special being a Navy quarterback when, when a game like this requires you to hit like a big pass? Like, is there something about that that's maybe even more special than a day where like you're executing the option well and you're doing everything you're supposed to do? Is there something that's more fun when it involves you needing to step up and make a big throw in the mix? Um, yeah, I, I, I just, I think it's, it's a, it all, I try to kind of keep it all um, the same, trying to never make a moment too big. Sure. So I kind of just try to do do my job as best as I can. Um, and everyone else was helping me out, making big plays as well. So it really made uh, my job that much easier when it came to uh, those situations. Ty Lavatai is with us here on Glenn Clark Radio. Of course, Navy getting their first win this past week against UCF. Now they get ready for another showdown with SMU on Saturday. Ty, I saw the video of the moment that you spent with your mom after that game, and it was it was a pretty special thing to see. Can you can tell me about that relationship and and what that moment was like for you after the game on Saturday? Yeah, um, I mean, my mom has been there with me through everything. She's um, helped me since I was in Pop Warner when I was five up until uh, I got here, and she's been my uh, number one supporter and biggest fan. Uh, so just like it's been a, it's been a uh, emotional roller coaster going through. Uh, the prep school and through the academy last year and this year, uh, but she's been there with me every step of the way and um, kind of mentored me and helped me uh, control my emotions when I when I wasn't uh, too happy and stuff. So, I mean, I owe everything to her with the amount of uh, time she's put into uh, my success uh, here in, in football. And that's remarkable. She was she was your sounding board as you were going through everything. Yes, sir. That's wild. That's wild, man. That's such a cool story. And so, and so, what did she say to you? Like when you come up there, and you have that moment with her. What did What did she say to you when you've been the one that's been been talking to her so much about everything you've been through? Um, I mean, she just said how she was how proud she was of me and how uh, I mean, she, like we. I just never gave up on on uh, on uh, my dream, I guess, of playing on TV and um, being the quarterback for a team. And uh, I mean, it was just 
all the emotions just came out at once uh, when we when she started talking to me. That's awesome, man. That's so you you're giving me chills right now talking about <laughs> it. Ty Lavatai is with us, Navy quarterback here on Glenn Clark Radio. Ty, you know, let's go back a little bit because we we haven't had a chance to chat with you before. Uh, tell me a little bit about your story and why you know this is it's a different thing. You know, obviously you're pursuing a dream, but um, it, it's not it's not quite the same as ending up anywhere else. Why why was Navy the right spot for you? Oh, uh, I think when I when I first got uh, the offer and I came to visit it, I never really knew much about the school. Um, but when I came here to visit, I like the big uh, selling point they had is it's not for the next four years, it's for the next forty years. Um, so I think just a position to uh, not have my mom have to pay for anything really for college mm. um, and having like a future uh, job that was going to be set up and uh, help me um, help me throughout the, my career was like a big selling point for me. Uh, so I think that was probably the, the main thing. And I got to play football that was at a high level. Uh, so it really didn't seem like there was a, a downfall to it. And you get to play against some of the best teams in the country, right? Like you get to play against yes, the, sir, the, exactly. Notre, the Notre Dames of the world. You get to play against, you know, you get to be in the Army-Navy games, maybe the most special game in all of college football, right? Yes, sir. Like, um, you, you know, so you end up at, at Navy and you go through, um, you know, a, a, a tough time trying to establish, establish yourself as the quarterback did, was there a moment that it felt real to you? Was there a moment somebody saying something to you, something that happened in practice, and, and, and maybe it was just Saturday, right? Like, maybe that's when it was that, like, it hits you, like, no, this is my team. I am the guy. Um, I would say, I mean, I never, uh, I never kind of really, I just, like, I'm, like, the kind of guy that lives in the moment and just kind of, like, takes everything day by day. Um. So I never really try to look too far ahead and look uh, too far in the past. I kind of just kind of live in the uh, present. But I think after that game, it was pretty a pretty surreal moment. Uh, just seeing like the uh, the happiness on everybody's faces after um, a long past two seasons or past season um, was just a, a really good feeling. Um, and it was great to be able to like to contribute to that that um, that win. So it's been a tumult. You know, you talk about what everything's going on. It's been tumultuous, right? Like you know, on on yeah. the field, off the field. I know there's been some stuff that's gone on. H- how important has I, I, I get? You know, I, I watch Ken at the end of the game. He, he can't watch the final play when you guys get the yeah. defensive stop, right? But how important has he been? In, in how you guys have been able to, to pull through everything, all of the heartbreak, all of the frustration, how important has he been to you guys to come back through all of that and be able to beat a team like Central Florida? Um, I think, I mean, he, he tells us the truth. I mean, he tells us that, um, I mean, regardless, we're not, regardless of what happens uh, at the end of the game, uh, we're never going to stop fighting. Uh, it's never going to be uh, a moment where we give up or give in to, what everyone else is saying about us. I think just, um, and him always support, like he always supports us in everything we do. Um, and he's always the first one to tell us he'll believe in us. He believes in us. And, uh, I think just overall that, that, um, feeling of knowing we have someone in our corner, uh, it's the whole coaching staff, especially, uh, and beside the person to the left and right of us. I think it just, uh, keeps us motivated to know that, um, regardless of what happens, like we're going to move forward and uh, play for the person uh, next to us. That's awesome. I mean, that's awesome to hear you say that. And I could tell how much it meant to you guys to know that uh, the coach Jasper was going to stick around. I could tell that that was that was really important to you guys, wasn't it? 
that's yes sir 100 percent. yeah that's cool that's really really cool man uh, all right so you get this you get this huge win over central florida you know how much talent i'm, I'm sure you were looking at that um there is talent yeah. all over the field uh you're gonna yeah. have to deface that again against one of the top teams in the country on saturday mm-hmm. against smu how much does a win it's not just winning a game because i know it would have been good for you guys to beat anybody that was on your schedule yeah. at this point but to win a game against a team like that and with that much talent, how much confidence does that give you that, oh, no, no, we can go beat the SMUs of the world. We can go beat some of the top teams in the country because we did it against a team that's loaded with NFL players. Yeah, um, I think at this point in the season, it was a really big confidence boost. Um, we could see in, at the Houston game how things started to come together a little more. And then uh, finally being able to put it together against UCF was uh, really nice. Definitely, like, on my point, I've, I've made I made some mistakes, had some fumbles in the game that we wish we could have got back. Um, so we definitely have to correct that. But I think just going into this this deeper part of the season um, definitely gave us uh, a boost of uh, confidence that we know if we play our, our brand of football that um, I mean we we can we can move the ball, we can stop teams on off on defense. Uh, so I think just that was a big um, a big a big sigh of relief to us just to see to prove to ourselves that we could do that. Ah, there's no doubt, man. And it's, it's so cool what you're bringing up, the fact that, like, you know, you guys, they had to get a stop at the end of the game, right? Like, they had to get yeah. one more stop. And, you know, right on the doorstep, they had to get one more stop. And, yeah. and they came through for you guys. Were, were you – I mentioned that Ken wasn't able to watch. Were you able to watch and, like, what – I, I, I jumped out of a plane for the first time recently, uh, Ty, and my nerves were a wreck. <laughs> like, what, what are your nerves like when you're watching um, that at the end of the game? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was I was a nervous wreck. I was pacing <laughs> up and down the field. Um, I just I was just praying that that we just we just could get this one and just give us this one. And I mean, <laughs> the third down play, I was pacing oh. up and down the field, and then we got that stop. And then the fourth down play, I was I, I went down with the team in the corner. I was just hoping. And then when it finally when they picked it off, I. I've never been probably happier in my life. I'm oh, not lie, so. oh, it was such a cool moment, man. It's such a cool moment. Do you, do you guys give Ken any gruff about the fact that he doesn't watch, or do you get it? Are you like, I, uh, I, no, I, I get it 100%. <laughs> I didn't want to watch, but I felt obligated to watch after all the, the game was going on. Would you, okay, I'm going to say, would you rather have to go through that moment every week, or would you rather jump out of a plane every week? Uh, I'd rather go through that moment if it means winning. Well, right, okay, sure. Yeah, if you, if you know that at the end of it, you're going to get the jubilation of being yeah. able to celebrate a win. 100%. I guess that makes a lot of sense. Hey, um, uh, Ty, what do we need to know about you beyond football? Again, we haven't had this chance to catch up with you yet. Tell me about yourself. Um, you know, when, when you're not playing football, I know it's a little bit different because you're at the academy, but um, what, what's, a, what's a fun night in your life look like if, if it's unrelated to football or academy life? Um, I mean, I'm, I'm really, I really like just hanging out with friends and just going, uh, doing whatever. I like watching movies, I guess. Um, don't really do too much because I'm usually pretty tired if um yeah if I'm not doing football stuff so I kind of like to just hang out relax play video games and stuff all right all right give me uh, kind of bond with people give me a game that you're playing a lot and give me like one movie recommendation that you've watched recently uh I played Madden a lot okay I I used to be really good not anymore though who do okay Uh, this is important question who do you you play as when when you play Madden uh I usually play I mean, it's kind of bandwagon thing, but I play as a chief. I mean, yeah, they, Patrick Mahomes. I, okay, but that makes all the sense in the it. world. That makes all the sense. Not yeah. that, by the way, Lamar Jackson ain't too bad. He ain't too bad. No. <laughs> uh, if you want to. Uh, movie recommendation, uh, I just watched uh, Freedom Riders, and that was a really good movie to me. So I'd say 
That's a pretty good movie to watch. I don't know that one. Freedom, Freedom Riders? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to check it out. Freedom Riders. Excellent. That's a really good movie. That's awesome, man. I'll give that a check. Uh, Ty, social media. Where are Navy fans uh, giving you a follow on Twitter or Instagram? Um, it's at, uh, I think on Instagram it's at Ty Lava Ty, and then on Twitter it's at Lava Ty Ty. All right, and that's T A I L A V A T A I, of course, in yes, order sir. to find him. Ty, man, that was such a special thing, dude. It was, uh, for, for those of us that care about Navy football, it was hard to not get a little emotional um, watching that. Yes, it was incredible. May, may there be a lot more of those as this season yes, goes on, my friend. Congratulations on an awesome win, and go get them Saturday against SMU, all right? Yes, sir. Thank you. I appreciate it. There he is, Ty Lavatai. Uh, what a great moment that was, man. It was uh, an awesome performance. And, um, you know, unfortunately, it had been a very difficult 12 months leading up to that. And so you felt good for those guys. And now the question is, it's not going to be easy. SMU is really good, man. SMU is unbelievably good. But can they build off of that and uh, get back to what we expect of Navy football and sort of turn the tide on the season? And... Um, be pretty interesting as the year goes on. We'll find out. We'll find out. They played well against Houston. They had a chance. They just couldn't quite get the job done. They did against UCF. Those are really good teams. Obviously, they're we're talking about teams that are headed to um, you know the the Big Twelve in the in the coming years. So um, we'll see. We'll see. That's all we can say is we'll see. We will see how it plays out. Hour number one of the show is in the books. It is a busy day. Today's show also brought to you by Mobile One. Mobile One full synthetic motor oil helps extend engine life. Visit your local Jiffy Lube service center. Ask for Mobile One. KZ is going to be here in a minute. We're going to make our picks. The Pressbox Fantasy Football Show still to come. Get your fantasy football questions in now at Glenn Clark Radio on Twitter. We'll pose them to KZ. It's Glenn Clark Radio. Every seat is the best seat at M&T Bank Stadium. Don't miss a moment of Ravens football this season. Single game tickets are now available at BaltimoreRavens.com slash tickets. Glory Days Grill's popular Oktoberfest menu is back, and it features their delicious chicken schnitzel, two chicken cutlets, hand-breaded in herb panko, and pan-fried until golden brown, served with mustard cream sauce, mashed potatoes, and roasted vegetables. Their menu also includes your favorites like the Oktoberfest Brewer's Platter, Brewer's Sausage Sandwich, Prussian Pretzel Roll, Slam Dunk Pretzels, and Apple Cobbler. All of these meals pair well with their many Oktoberfest beers and Angry Orchard on draft. Dine on their patios or in their dining room, or order online at glorydaysgrill.com and pick up your favorites to take home. Glory Days Grill has been proud to serve the community for the last 25 years. Thank you, fans. C3 American Exteriors is the area's best and most trusted roof and siding specialist. C3 is also an insurance adjuster's worst nightmare and a homeowner's dream come true. With all of the bad weather, chances are you have some roof and siding damage. Call C3 American Exteriors now to get your roof and siding repairs for the cost of your deductible. Don't let the insurance industry get one over on you. C3 guarantees a 48-hour rapid response. Call 401-9797 or go to c3america.com for a free analysis. That first sip. That first bite. Mm. Start your day off right with a delicious breakfast at Royal Farms. Choose from a fantastic selection of fresh Royal Farms breakfast sandwiches and top it off with a rich hot cup of the freshest coffee in the world. At Royal Farms, breakfast is available day and night. It's the freshest breakfast in the world. Real fresh, real fast. Royal Farms. 
Hey, it's KZ. The Press Box Fantasy Football Show is back, as always, on Thursdays. You can catch it at 1130. We're brought to you this year, CCBC and Glory Days Grill. You can catch the show two ways, facebook.com slash pressboxsports or pressboxonline.com slash radio. The slash radio is if you want to listen. On Facebook is if you actually want to see my ugly face. We're going to have a lot of fun this year. DFS, daily lineups, keepers, all kinds of fun stuff. Please tune in, Press Box Fantasy Football Show every Thursday, 11.30 a.m. The Toyota Tacoma comes in a wide range of models and trim lines. You can choose the perfect Toyota to reflect your unique personality and driving habits. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new Tacomas from your local Toyota dealer today. What's up, everybody? This is Taz Bowser. I can't wait to see you guys for the Taz Bowser Show this fall. We're going to be taking the show on the road all over the area. You can meet me and my very special guests. If you can't make it out, you can watch the show on live on Pressbox Facebook page or listen the next day. Find out more about where we'll be by checking out pressboxonline.com slash Bowser. We'll see you all season long for the Tyus Bowser Show. The next Tyus Bowser Show is Tuesday, October 19th at Twain's Tavern in Pasadena. It's brought to you by Pressbox, Grade 8's memorabilia, and True Strong Services. All right, into hour number two of the program. It is a Thursday edition of Glenn Clark Radio. Today's show also brought to you by the new print issue of Pressbox, which I guess we can't really say is new any longer because we're into the final couple of weeks that you can pick this one up with Marlon Humphrey on the cover. Bo Smolka did a great cover story about analyst Hump. As he likes to call himself, or is it Humph? Is it Hump or Humph? I actually genuinely don't remember now. Is it Humph? I don't know. He says it on Twitter all the time. Well, what I do don't you, know. What are you doing? What? Are, what? Are, what are, I thought you were the Twitter expert. I no, thought you were, no, no. No. Well, then what are you the expert on? Uh, mostly Carolina barbecue. Oh God, that is so worthless. What are you going to do with your life? God, who hired you? I don't understand. What are they getting? Go pick it up right now at your neighborhood Royal Farm, any of the hundreds of locations around town. Well, you'll find Pressbox. Read it all, pressboxonline.com. Marlon Humphrey on the cover of this print issue of Pressbox. I'm glad KZ got here a little bit early because we can go ahead and get into picks. We scheduled it really? uh, We scheduled it perfectly this time, I think. So, yeah, I know. It's 11.06. KZ's here. <laughs> I mean, I, you're the one who came in. We didn't tell you to come in early. You well, came in I, early. I, I try to get here. I know, but this, is, this ends up working out perfectly. Usually, no matter what I get here, it's usually never this early. It's not normally, but it happens. That's I just said. Actually, it normally around this now. time, for what it's worth. I, I think like it's always normal. No, I feel like I feel like this exact thing has happened before, where I'd hoped that KZ was going to be around here, and it was the day, of course, that he got here at about eleven fifteen, and I was like, well, yeah, it happens. It, it happens it that happen. way. A lot of traffic sometimes. Uh, picks are brought to you this week by. Oh, you know what, KZ? They're brought to you by Project Game Day, which returns <laughs> on Monday night, <laughs> and I still haven't figured out why I did. Originally, take this. This one. is this is behind the scenes. But yes, but, at the but I'll be here. At the beginning of the year, Rita said, <laughs> "I want the one o'clock games," and I said, "All right." And I said to KZ, "Hey, Rita wants the one o'clock games. Here are the other games. Can you do them?" And KZ was like, "Well, I know one I definitely cannot do. Come hell or high water, I will not be there on October the 11th." And I was like, "Damn it." Reed already said she wasn't going to do that. I'm going to have to call Forrester, and nobody, no one wants that. Just be prepared for that last second call when suddenly swear, somebody reminds me God, that. Oh, by the way, you so, promised. So on the show last week, I say, "Well, Ken's off next." But he's like, 
what? I, I'm here. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I literally pull the text message out and I say, it says very clearly you're not here for this show. <laughs> but he's going to be here. He's going to be here on Monday night. Um, I'll be with you at halftime. It'll be KZ and I post game. Both shows, Facebook.com slash Pressbox Sports, the postgame show, PressboxOnline.com slash radio as well. We do Project Game Day every game day this season, brought to you by Glory Days Grill, Window Nation, and Underdog Fantasy Football. Um, we're all very bad. By the way, for those of you last night that were trying to get uh, a feel about what uh, what's going to happen, Kyle is going to continue to make picks the rest of the season. Paid money to win money, you know? It's It's really not worth it. It's very much not worth it. Um, it, it the way it'll go is that Paul after so if if you'd missed it, Paul Valley is going to be taken over as uh, the, uh, the the co-host and sidekick and producer of Glenn Clark Radio. So Paul will host the pick segment, but it's too late to deal him in at this point. It would be unfa- may not he could come back from it, behind. It would be way <laughs> very un- it would be very unfair to give him a five hundred record because it would mean he would be vastly in front of everyone if we gave him a five hundred. I mean, we record. could start him at zero. He still has a pretty good chance That's, of winning well he has a very oh you, if we just said the total number of wins right. that he gets for the year yeah he might still have a, a chance of winning he's gonna host the pick segment and kyle will still play it'll just be like um you know steck and john proctor he'll just be emailing his picks in every week so that's the way it's going to go for the rest of this year and if kyle wants to continue moving forward next season we will we will accommodate that i really uh, hate you despite yeah despite yeah. the fact that he will have driven off a cliff and perished i don't know it's very sad but uh, that's the way that it works by the way that was that was the bit that we in, in old radio when you weren't allowed to address somebody leaving like when somebody would get fired and like you were supposed to never talk about it like it was never a thing um, I remember it was uh, it was Bill Rowland. I was on afternoons with him on 1300, and he was just gone one day. And everybody started calling in, and like nobody, I was 22. Nobody had like trained me on how to handle this situation. With hey, what happened to Bill? And I remember at Chad Dukes, who I was working with, was like, "Oh, I'm so sorry, uh, he died." And I just hung up the call on the air. Wow. And I'm like. Jesus, wow, man, that is that is quite a bit. What's worth? I was not fired. We didn't say you were fired. You implied. No, no, no. What did I imply? No, you like, said when somebody like left things... and was fired. Well, I mean, I didn't oh, say that about no. you. I'm talking about hey, an old when radio. People, when people leave, well, we handled this yesterday. We explained. I've the done situation. this many times. Like knowing that, like it was the last show. Well, yeah, technically, you were fired once, but not from this job. That's different. Yeah, though. Technically, <laughs> you have been fired. Not from this. I got fired from my last gig. I don't know if you remember that. I walked in and they said you're fired, and I was like, "Oh, that's a bummer." Is it? (laughs) It was like the Norm Macdonald situation. Like, (laughs) what are you telling me? I'm not funny. Like, that's not good. I don't have any other skills. And then I found out everybody else was fired. It was just the radio. The radio station went under. I was like, "Ah, I'm not going to take it personally." I think I got out a month before that day. I think it was a little bit before that. I think it was a a bit. Was it before that? that? It wasn't long. Yeah, but I think it was more than a month. I think you had uh, uh, scurried over to join uh, Rob. Well, yeah, because we did yeah. our last show together, and nobody knew. And yeah. I kept on like saying things that would lead people to believe <laughs> that they're real listening, <laughs> that, that like we weren't going to be back. Ken's, like, <laughs> Ken's saying things like, if this were to be our final right, right. ever show like, again. Like, I, I think I ended it. Rob just looked at me, and I finally got what him because I was trying to get him the whole time. And he's like, I was like, like 30 seconds before we were off. I was like, this was your best show ever. And, and he just stopped. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
pretty funny. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Apparently, it, and by the way, Matt Myers, I'm not surprised that this is a radio bit. It's totally possible that Justin got it from Chad, too. I guess just they do the same thing. Oh, when, okay. When a producer leaves the 98 Rock show, apparently they do the same thing. Oh, where okay. They're like, unfortunately, he was bludgeoned to death. <laughs> It's very sad. very sad. We will miss him. But look who's here. That's yeah. They're new now. All right. Uh, coming into this week for the year, Kyle and Stetka are tied atop the table <laughs> at 19 and 22. That's the best that we have to offer so far this season. KZ and I are both a game back at 18 and 23. And frankly, John Proctor <laughs> sitting in last place. Only three. But only four games oh, behind. Only four. At 15 yeah. and he's been terrible. He's only four <laughs> games back of first place at 15 and 26. If I could pick an NFL game right, I'd be good at this. Yeah, it has not. It, it, it ain't been. Yeah, KZ went 3-0 uh, and oh with his yeah. college picks last week and still somehow managed <laughs> well, to I go 4-5 well, for I the said, week. I said as soon as it happened, I think I, I text both of you. I was like, Owen Sinks predicted in the NFL games as <laughs> soon as that happened. <laughs> really bad. Really bad. I don't right. know anything about college football, so that's my uh, downside here. I, I mean, I, I clearly didn't know. I went 0-3 in college picks last week. I nailed Cincinnati. So there you go. Congratulations. It's something. You, you got something. All right. Uh, where are we starting college games this week? Locally. Uh, another top 25 matchup for the Terps. Didn't quite go how they hoped in the last one. Uh, however, they get a second crack. At an upset as they will travel to number seven, Ohio State, for a noon game on Fox, though without Dante Demas. The spread, Buckeyes, plus 20 and a half. Oh. 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 I was hoping it was going to be more than three touchdowns. You're really telling me that, like... Maryland loses thirty-seven to seventeen, and they get a cover. That's what it would mean. That that that's what it would mean. Jesus. How do you pick this, man? I saw it. So yeah, there's a lot floating around with the last six see, ranked games. Did you see Maryland's the did you see this? quite a bit, but this came from Bear from uh, College Game Day. Maryland has failed to cover each of its last six games versus ranked opponents. The Terps were an underdog in all six and lost by an average of forty. Forty point seven. Wow, that was just a wild guess. Forty point seven. To be fair, though, game. those teams were not quite as good as this one. Though how good Maryland is without Demas, I don't know. Well, and the other point of it, we don't really know how good mm-hmm. Ohio State is. Frankly, like we're we're kind of confused about that. But I lost a point on Maryland last week. I'm not doing it again. Ohio State's the pick. Yeah, I don't know how high this line would have to be for me to consider taking the points in Maryland. But twenty and a half is not it. So I'll take Ohio State. I'm in. Let's do it. Give me Maryland. All right. I mean, I, I like hate it. Ohio State. Let me root against them. You know? yeah, I get that. I, I hate Ohio okay, State too. Yeah, I just don't want to oh, lose. Do I just don't want to lose a point this way. No, yeah. I mean, I, whatever. I think Maryland can score points. I hear you. I get it. The can t- they? Iowa defense is better than Ohio State's defense. I'm pretty confident yeah, that, about that. That is true. That okay, is definitely that, that true. There's true. no debate so about that. I will take Maryland. I said on to Monday. Score. I don't think that the Iowa story is indicative of what's going to happen every time out. I think it's way too easy to fall into the trap of same old Maryland. Well, they they have a quarterback. He just played like crap against Iowa. Um, like we and everything turned once Demas went hurt. Like I think that was uh, yeah, psychologically, it clearly affected them as well. It definitely. When did he get hurt? End of the first when it, when it, at ten seven. Yeah. It was ten oh. seven okay. when he got hurt. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have no reason to other than it's just a big ass number, and I hate <laughs> Ohio State. And I mean, I it is a big ass number. You're number. not wrong about that. So yeah, I'm alone though. Yeah, so, man. Here we are. Yeah. Recency bias, man. 
Is that what that is? Yeah, I think I it so. is. Uh, number four, Penn State. If Maryland had just not gotten their ass handed by Iowa, I definitely would have picked Maryland this week. The number wouldn't have been this big. Either. I'm scared. I'm just scared. Scared money don't make money, though. Mm, no. Uh, number four, Penn State. Travels to the aforementioned Iowa Hawkeyes. Number three now. That is a 4 p.m. Fox game on Saturday with a spread. Iowa minus one and a half. Oy. And it's it's at Iowa? It is. You gotta take Iowa, don't you? I mean I I'm not all that impressed by Penn State. They barely beat Bo Nix, and Bo Nix stinks. Um I'm not all that impressed by Penn State. Iowa's defense is utterly legit. They proved that they had a, a lot of people just thought they could run the ball. They wouldn't they weren't able to throw. They could definitely they throw. throw. There's there's no doubt about that. Iowa's the pick. Yeah. Uh maybe the best in recent memory for me, Iowa offense I've seen. No doubt. Um now, granted, I only saw him against Maryland, which doesn't have the greatest defense. But uh, Iowa's known for defense. They can throw the ball this year. I'll take Iowa. I'm on Penn State. Okay. I don't know why. I mean, I think Penn State's decent, too. And their spread offense is interesting. So I'll take a risk and see what happens. Yeah. I'm alone again. So we'll mm. see. I feel better about your Maryland pick than I do about that one. Well, you don't know anything which either. Is, oh, I don't, I don't know anything yeah, about yeah, anything. Yeah. That's very clear. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> We will I, I'm see. I'm 18 and 23. What the hell? But you're uh, 19 and 22. So. No, no, no. You're not wrong. Next, number six, Oklahoma goes to number 21, Texas. They don't do that. It's at a neutral site. Always is. Yeah, I won't miss this. Yeah, you might. I won't. Uh, this I'll is miss a thing. There are things I will miss. I will not miss that. Noon game on ABC, the spread, Texas. Plus three and a half. Play the game at the Cotton Bowl literally every year. Uh, I'm not so sure. Every about year. That. No, that's I'm very certain of it. They've always isn't done that, it. It's isn't part that of like the Texas. a home game for Texas. It's not. It's it not. very, very fifty fifty. It's between the two. I mean that's the idea. It's between it's in Texas, though, right? What's that? It's in the state of Texas. It's in the state of Texas. Okay, yeah. Texas. You know where Oklahoma is? Are you familiar? <laughs> do, yeah. Do they teach you geography little here, Brad? Thing, yeah. like, do they do any of that? Um Oklahoma. I don't trust Oklahoma. They haven't been very good, but I don't trust Texas at all. So I, uh, Texas versus and, ra- and the number's not very big. Yeah, Texas versus ranked teams doesn't do anything for me. Yeah, uh, historically over the last let's say five years, so I'll take Oklahoma, who I also don't believe in. I agree. I'm in Oklahoma here for no reason other than they should be able to score points, and I don't know that Texas can. So yeah, they haven't always though. It's been I a weird you. bit. They yeah, should. Everybody's on Oklahoma for what it's worth. All right. So you're welcome for not making this a boring college football sleep. Next to the NFL. Tonight, a good Thursday night football game. We've got the Rams traveling to Seattle. That is an 8-20 game on both Fox and NFL Network with a line of Seattle plus two and a half. This one's tricky, isn't it? I mean, I, I'm not utterly down on the Rams. Like, I'm not – I don't think that one game against a really good team means the Rams aren't very good. But I I did not think the Seahawks were as bad as they had looked at times in the weeks before that either. And it's a – there's something about Seattle at home in a primetime game. I'm going to go with Seattle. I'm going to ride Seattle here. Yeah, I think Seattle's a fraud. I think people are. Lo- I think this number is as low as it is. You also think the Titans are one and three. Okay, well they're frauds too. Um, but Seattle, 
won last week because they knocked the quarterback. And they had to face a better quarterback. Out of the, obviously not in that game. Um, the running back situation is in flux. You have uh, Lockett kind of banged up. I'll take the Rams. I'm also on the Rams. I think they rebound after a rough game last week. I don't know if Seattle's secondary is good enough to slow down Stafford. I feel like he should have a yeah. good game. Um, and Russell Wilson's been up and down. I don't no, know. He's not been allowed to throw. So mm, yeah, maybe you know. he will this game. Who knows? Maybe who knows? Uh, Glenn's alone on this. I like box. it. I like it. That's the way I want it. I want it. Uh, the next one. I s- on I'm excited. I get to gloat <laughs> tomorrow. Or yeah, cry. The next one. <laughs> Sunday, I 1 do o'clock. That. I do that every week. That's fair. It's 1 o'clock game on Fox. This is the Packers traveling to Cincinnati, the 3-1 and one Bengals matchup of 3-1 and one teams. The spread here, Cincy, home dogs, plus three. I almost wonder, like... Weren't terribly impressive against Jacksonville. They weren't. I mean, I get the Packers is the easy pick. Like, I understand that. But I almost feel like some some weird reverse lock What's here. His defense is better than people give them credit for. <sighs> Packers. Gutless. I, Packers. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> You're gutless. For what it's worth, the people in this room, all on Green Bay. Okay. The other two on Cincinnati. Uh, all right. Mm, Cincinnati, enough. no mixing. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I know. That's part of the equation. Uh, next. Interesting game here. The Cleveland Browns travel to the Los Angeles Chargers, a 4.05 CBS game. The spread, Chargers, minus one and a half. Mm. The Chargers. Yeah. The, the Chargers. Chargers. Is that your pick, or are you yeah, just that's like the talking? Answer. No, that's the answer. Okay. The char- I keep trying to think through this. Like, am I missing something? I get the the Browns' defense has been very good. The Chargers' run give, defense give is suspect. Credit. Suspect, um, it is suspect for sure. The, but the the yeah, it is. But if they can load the box and they can get after the passer, Baker has proven again, once again, yeah, they can get him off his spot. Labrum on his left shoulder, also. Yeah, if you get him off his spot, he's just not good. Um, you know, he's not, for whatever reason in the NFL, he's not the scrambling throw on the run guy that he was in college. And uh, I think that was proven a little bit last week. Uh, Chargers offense playing really, really well, although thank you, Mike Williams, for absolutely nothing last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, At least you're not bitter. No. That, would be, that would be a bad look. Well, when you, lo- when you lose your fantasy matchup by one point and Mike Williams goes one catch for four yards, you're kind of bitter. I'm sorry. Mm. Um, but I- I'll take the Chargers. Andrew Stecker alone on Cleveland. Okay. This partially came down to as well as Rashawn Slater's playing also. I feel like that Garrett should, at least for be as a, much as you can. Bit, be a bit neutralized. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. A bit. yeah. But, yeah, everyone else in the Chargers. Next. Uh, by the way, our picks are also brought to you this week by Underdog Fantasy Football. Uh, uh, Kyle just got to play in on Underdog. He's got a nice glitch on Underdog. A glitch? He's convinced it's a glitch. It absolutely is. The number's already risen by 64 yards. For who? So there was an over-under for Daryl Henderson's total yards at 22 and a half yards. Oh, I missed that one. (laughs) I I got a good one in uh, because I played it early. I hit. I took the under on uh, Chris Carson's number. Yeah? Yeah. But he has to play a snap. I don't know. He does. Oh. Well, then how (laughs) they do that? I don't know. That's your problem now. It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting because I did a five-person one on that one. He's got to play a snap. I don't know what they'll do. 
That's a very weird bid. I don't know how that works. Oh. I think well, we'll find out if we'll you're playing out. underdog fantasy. I mean, football. it's all it's off the site now. Yeah, right. Like get, like the no, like the, the the prop is totally off the site. His total yard prop is now at eighty eight and a half. So it was uh, for for Henderson. That is. Well, they, it was, seems like a 20, good time to have gotten twenty two and a half. The twenty two was a mistake, obviously. Yes. <laughs> get but in, I got a ticket in. Get in where you can it's get great. it. No doubt. Underdog fantasy football is a lot of fun. It's not just those weekly and daily fantasy games that you've gotten to know from other fantasy competitions it's uh it's betting it's it it's letting you wet your whistle until we finally get our s together in the state of maryland maybe three weeks from now maybe we hope maybe we hope maybe um but underdog fantasy football is awesome and you can play parlays and player props and things along those lines uh go right now to underdogfantasy.com when you deposit ten dollars or more and use the code pressbox we will give you ten dollars for free to play with you can download the underdog app do it the same way underdog fantasy football next Divisional matchup in the arguably best division in football. The Niners, Garoppolo perhaps will be playing. It looks, maybe, I don't know. Go to Arizona to face off with the undefeated Arizona Cardinals. A 425 Fox game with the Cardinals favored by five and a half. This feels like a trap too, right? Like everybody's, it does. You're riding high on the Cardinals and yeah. All right, I'll bite San Francisco. Just because I honestly have no idea who the quarterback's going to be, um, I'll take Arizona. I, I like that they're playing a little bit of defense this year. Um, who knows if Garoppolo plays? And Lance didn't look fantastic last week. Made the run game look better, though. He made the run game look better, and who knows who the run game is this week either. Uh, so I'll go with what I know. You're alone for what it's worth? I am alone. You are? I mean, look, that it's a big number. Wow. wow. That really wow. stuns me. I mean, it's, um, a, it's a big number, but it's only five I get and it. a half. I get it. Wow. I think they're kind of due for a clunker. I get it. Maybe they won't have it. And they, may, they may not. And, they, and look, they, they're not as good as they looked against the Rams. But I, I get I, it. I mean, Arizona's look really good. I'm just sh- not, I'm not shocked and wouldn't change my pick. Well, I'm just shocked I I'm alone. Joined, I thought I might be joined by one or two people, but no, it was a four wow. to one on San really Fran. I'm really quite surprised, surprised by that. I'm very I, surprised by that yeah. more than anything else so far. All right, next, <laughs> Buffalo Bills. Coming I off. can't believe we're going to allow you to get a free point on, on, <laughs> I don't, on well, the best or, team in or football. Or not. Yeah, I don't know. Buffalo <laughs> Bills coming off consecutive shutout victories going to Kansas City. Don't think that'll happen this week. Yeah, probably not. That's an 8-20 <laughs> Sunday night football game. The spread... Chiefs, minus three. <sighs> Buffalo, right? Like I think, I think right now you have to pick Buffalo. I just think that's the way it goes. I mean, Chiefs don't really cover a whole lot, although they yeah, finally did last week. Three is not exactly a margin. It's to not, not cover but, but Buffalo's playing well. The defense is playing well. Um, I'll, I'll take the points. I mean, I think these are and two. It, and it wasn't it wasn't back to back shutouts. They it was week two and week four. Hmm. They got the shutouts. But I'll 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 take Buffalo. I'm on Kansas City. I think it ended up probably being a push if I had to guess, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But I, um, I don't. I, it's Mahomes, right? Yeah. Mahomes on prime time Absolutely. generally is pretty good. Uh, Allen is very good in his own right, but I'm just going to roll with the Chiefs, and I'm not alone. Uh, Proctor and Stecka are joining me. Next and lastly, the Colts coming to Baltimore. The Monday night game, Holiday Nada's Ring of Honor induction. The spread. Ravens minus seven. It's a big number. I just have seen nothing about the Colts that 
leads me to think that this is a game that should be all that competitive. Ravens. I'll take the Ravens as well. I, I don't know what the what the Colts are. I don't either, but they can run. And the Ravens have been not terribly impressive tackling. No. Um, so I don't really know why, but I'm on the Colts. Okay. All right. Uh, and I'm not alone, but it's not a good thing. I'm with Proctor. So we'll see. All right. Very good. Those are our picks for the week. We'll get them up at glennclarkradio.com. Picks brought to you this week by the Baltimore Ravens. Of course, you might have heard there's a game on Monday night, and every seat is the best seat at M&T Bank Stadium. Don't miss a moment of Ravens football this season. Single-game tickets are now available at BaltimoreRavens.com slash tickets. Come back in, get tubular, and then we'll turn things over to the Press Box Fantasy Football Show. It's Glenn Clark Radio. C3 American Exteriors is the area's best and most trusted roof and siding specialists. C3 is also an insurance adjuster's worst nightmare and a homeowner's dream come true. With all of the bad weather, chances are you have some roof and siding damage. Call C3 American Exteriors now to get your roof and siding repairs for the cost of your deductible. Don't let the insurance industry get one over on you. C3 guarantees a 48-hour rapid response. Call 401-9797 or go to c3america.com for a free analysis. I've driven my tractor trailer millions of miles and I've seen it all. The next time you change lanes when driving, remember because of the sheer weight and size of my truck, I'm not able to stop quickly if you cut me off and brake suddenly. One wrong decision could change our lives forever. Trucks need room to stop. Don't cut it close. Brought to you by the Maryland Department of Transportation State Highway Administration. I love you more than selfie poses. I love you more than spraying hoses. I love you more than bird calls. But not as much as football. Celebrate your love of football with Raven Scratch-Offs from the Maryland Lottery. Win up to $100,000 instantly or second chance cash in Ravens prizes. I love you more than snowballs. But not as much as football. Play Raven Scratch-Offs at any Maryland Lottery retailer. Please play responsibly. Once again this season, PressBox's Project Game Day is the destination at halftime and postgame for every Baltimore football game. You want to talk about the game without all the nonsense, coach speak, and fluff of your typical show? Tune into Project Game Day. Glenn Clark is with you at halftime, and he's once again joined postgame by your favorite analysts like the NFL chick Sarita Hubbard, Ken Zalis, and more. Watch the show at Facebook.com slash PressBoxSports and listen at PressBoxOnline.com Radio. Pressbox's Project Game Day, every game day, presented by Glory Days Grill and Window Nation. As one of only seven equestrian events of its kind, the inaugural Maryland Five Star at Fair Hill will give you unparalleled access to Olympic athletes in action. Come see the world's best horses and riders compete at the new Fair Hill Special Event Zone this October 14th through 17th in Elkton, Maryland. Don't miss the exhilarating cross-country competition, the elegance of dressage, and the precision of show jumping. There's something for the whole family, including great shopping, the fresh food fest, beer, wine, and spirit showcase, and so much more. Come enjoy a beautiful fall day at the Maryland Five Star at Fair Hill, October 14th through 17th. Buy your tickets now at MarylandFiveStar.us with the number five. Tweet us at 
Glenn Clark Radio, 21st Century Talk Radio at GlennClarkRadio.com. This reads like a finish, this, by the way. This is a wild story from NBC News this morning. 18 former NBA players have been arrested and charged federally for defrauding the NBA's health and welfare benefit plan out of approximately $4 million. That's some interesting names on there, too. Uh, Sebastian Telfair, Shane Darius Brown, Miles. Big Baby Davis. Yeah, Glenn Big, Big, Big Baby Davis. Um, according to Tom Winter from NBC, the indictment says that former NBA player Terrence Williams orchestrated a plan to submit false claims to the NBA's health and welfare benefit plan. Williams allegedly offered to supply false invoices from a group of former players in exchange for kickback payments to Williams. Happened in the NFL as well, if I'm not mistaken. I thought it, that I think was a different. I don't think it was, it was similar. This. I think. I, you're talking about the thing that um, like involved Clinton Portis, yeah. and yeah, I think that was a little bit different than this. I don't remember exactly what it was, but I don't think it was this. Similar, maybe. Um, all told, the indictment says Williams was paid uh, at least two hundred thirty thousand dollars in kickbacks from the ten other players. The players involved in some of the relatives submitted approximately three point nine million in fraudulent claims and actually received two point five million in fraudulent payments. Wow. So. There is that. All right. Um, we are winding down for our portion of the program today. It's also been brought to you by your local Toyota dealer and buyatoyota.com. Whether your focus is luxury and comfort, convenience and technologically advanced connectivity, or sporty performance and aggressive styling, we've got the perfect Highlander for you. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new Highlanders from your local Toyota dealer today. Uh, Going to skip tidbit today, uh, as we typically end up doing on. It's just the way that it goes on Thursdays. We got short shows. KZ is a uh, he's a hard ass. He's like, finish it, wrap it up, wrap it up, B. Yo, wrap it up, B. So we're gonna do that. Tubular brought to you by Window Nation. Uh, okay. Sorry, it was an impression of you. That was an impression yeah, of the Chappelle, Chappelle no, show. Like yeah, the Chappelle show. Uh, Window Nation, fall is calling sale. Buy two windows, get two free. Buy four, get four free. There's no limit. Plus, pay nothing for two full years. 866-90Nation or windownation.com. Lots going on tonight. Very busy uh, sports viewing evening and afternoon, for what it's worth, including uh, Rams Seahawks at 820. This is the first week that uh, Thursday Night Football moves back to Fox. This is the last year for Fox for Thursday Night Football, right? Like, next year it goes to... I don't remember. It's 22 Whatever. or 23 is the whole, I don't know. Fox, NFL Network, Amazon Prime for Rams Seahawks at 820. Uh, college football, Coastal Carolina, Arkansas State, 730 on ESPN. ESPN's got Houston and Tulane at 730. Baseball playoffs, Fox Sports 1, 4 o'clock for Game 1. White Sox and Astros, Lance Lynn and Lance McCullers. All the Lances getting together. Red Sox, Rays, Game 1 tonight at 8. Eduardo Rodriguez, the former Orioles farmhand against Shane McClanahan. ESPN2 World Cup qualifier, Jamaica and the U.S. from Austin. I really wanted to go. I got a, uh, my, my stepbrother-in-law lives down there, and he's like, come on, man, what are you doing? I'm like, ah, it's tonight at 7.30. Then they got uh, some preseason basketball as well. The rest of the, the, the sports stuff, not important. GlennClarkRadio.com to find it there. Anything non-sports-wise that stands out? Uh, what we do in the shadows, of course, FX. Do you love that? Mm, do, 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 do. Other than that, just check it all out. I mean, Sh- young Sheldon Casey, you're a big fan. 8 o'clock on CBS. Never misses an episode. Never misses an episode. I think you actually do like it, don't you? I do. <laughs> yeah, okay. I do. I enjoy so, the show. 8 o'clock oh. on CBS. Oh. Stuff and things. Check it all out oh, at blankclarkradio.com. It's definitely worse. I thought we were all doing a bit together. Oh, that <laughs> breaks like my heart. It. I like to come FD. That's on ten at, uh, on True TV with the uh, the Leffernan and Hemi from uh, Broken Lizard. I do enjoy that program. 
All right, uh, Tubular also brought to you today by the Tyus Bowser program, which returns Tuesday, October 19th. It'll be at Twain's Tavern in Pasadena, pressboxonline.com slash Bowser to find out more. Of course, the Tyus Bowser show is brought to you by Pressbox, Great Eights memorabilia, as well as True Strong Services. Thanks today to Chuck Pagano. Thanks to Ty Lavatai. We'll get that and picks up in the greatest hits section of the Archives. tab at glennclarkradio.com. Irons and fires, stuff, stuff and, and things. things. Stuff and things, baby, on the program tomorrow. You can't miss that. <sighs> Thanks, everybody, at Pressbox, all of our great sponsors and partners, CCBC, Glory Days Grill, Window Nation, Royal Farms, Chesapeake Employers Insurance, Exxon Mobil, K&S Automotive, the Maryland Lottery, C3 American Exteriors, Great Eights Memorabilia, Sports and Social MD, the Baltimore Ravens, Maryland Department of Transportation, Underdog Fantasy Football, the Maryland Five Star, your local Toyota dealer, buyatoyota.com. Thanks, Kyle Ottenheimer, Sad Lonely Man. Follow him on Twitter, at Kay Ottenheimer. Follow us, at Glenn Clark Radio. Have a great Thursday evening. Uh, go U.S., Go Rays. Duke sucks. Ohio State sucks, too. If you're with us on video, give us a minute. We'll be back with the Press Box Fantasy Football Show. If you're with us on audio, literally do nothing. You're doing great, sweetie. We'll see you in a minute. Welcome into the Press Box Fantasy Football Show. Glenn Clark, Kyle Ottenheimer, but most importantly, your lovely and talented host, Mr. Ken Zalis. What's going on, KZ? It's a lovely week five. Is it, though? I feel like there's a lot of, like, at, at the beginning of the year, every injury is a big deal. And then by the time you get to, like, week five, there just starts being injuries that you didn't even hear about during the course of the week. You and just it, Everybody's hurt. Honest to God, I had that happen with two different players. Like, I did not know... Maybe it was A.J. Brown. It was somebody that I was like, how did I just go the entire week and not oh. hear about it or not pay attention? There was somebody, I don't remember who it was, but yeah. somebody that I owned in one of my leagues. I woke up Sunday morning. I'm like, that guy's hurt? I <laughs> genuinely didn't know that. <laughs> I don't remember. Or I had heard about it, but nobody thought like it was all that all significant. That right. So right. I wasn't making plans around it. But that's the way it goes when we get this deep into the season. The Press Box Fantasy Football Show is brought to you 
by, ooh, I'd say it's brought to you by CCBC. Of course, we appreciate them being partners on the Press Box Fantasy Football Show. If you need to hone your computer skills to boost your career, or maybe you want an IT certification, CCBC Continuing Education has the courses and programs you need for a career in the computer field, and it's all tuition-free. From the basics to specialized training, we have the classes you need from hardware to programming to cybersecurity and so much more. It's your choice. It's your career. Call 443-840-4700 or visit ccbcmd.edu slash computer training. I feel like, with no offense to CCBC, we should really emphasize the and it's all tuition free part of it. I feel like maybe we should say that two or three times as we do that read. All right, sir. Uh, if you guys have questions, get them in at Glenn Clark Radio on Twitter. We will pose them to KZ a little bit later on in the program. Um, let's start with some fallout for some various injuries, and let's begin in Chicago with David Montgomery. Uh, how much faith do we have in Damian Williams? Uh, I mean, we have some. I mean, he's a decent football player. He's not Montgomery, and he's not going to get 100% of the workload like or 95% of the workload like Montgomery. I think uh, Khalil Herbert is going to get some work um, as they as they go on, and – so you think he needs to be owned? Uh, who Herbert? Herbert. Oh yeah, Herbert should be owned. Um, I, I, I get the feeling that if Herbert shows well, you know, in his lim- whatever twenty percent of the touches that he gets, he may be a little bit more featured as we go forward. He's a little bit more dynamic, of a of a oh uh, a little bit a little bit more dynamic um, of a player than Williams. But Williams is a good player. He's got to be owned. He's got to. He's probably going to be a top you know, top 20-ish back this week. Um, But I just, you know, we're looking at Montgomery gone for five weeks. I don't know that Williams is getting as much much run as he's going to get this week in the next three or four weeks. What about um, the Cincinnati situation? (sighs) I mean – so unexciting is is Perrine. He's just a he's just a plotter. He's not going to be. I I think Chris Evans is is a is a guy that you, you just need to keep an eye on. Maybe he's the the. You say, pe- keep, you say keep an eye on. Should he be owned? Uh, How I, long is Mixon really expected to be out? I, I, but that's the thing. And, and here's here's the problem with Mixon, is we we went through this last year, and it was day to day. It was week to week, and eight weeks later, they finally put him on IR. So I don't know, and they don't tell you. So there's nothing. He's not practicing this week, so he's not going to play this week. I don't. I don't think. Perrine is not exciting. Uh, Chris Evans is the more exciting guy. Does he need to be owned? I don't think we're at a need to be owned. I think if you're looking at your roster and there's Drek on the bottom of it, he's a he's a you know a. a play uh, a guy to pick up that is a speculative ad at this point we always like the speculative ads that could turn into something um much more much more excited about williams than i am perrine as far as the fill-in guys for this week um i i think you may see a pass heavy attack if especially if higgins um comes back uh this week and they have their their three guys there and you know uh uzoma looked really good last week you know maybe if you get some tight end you have some four four wide type situations Evans is a guy to keep an eye on Perrine yeah it needs to be owned because he's going to be a starting running back this week and 
there are not many starting running backs that aren't injured this week. So, <laughs> so yeah. But I'm not. I'm not excited. He's not. He's just. You know, as we say, just the guy. Let's go out to Seattle. I mean, if you read one report, <laughs> Chris Carson may be done for a year with a serious neck injury. Um, and they're saying he's a game time decision, and he's a game time decision, but he hasn't practiced. I, I don't. I don't see how he how he's really going to play tonight um, with a neck injury. And uh, you know, again, coach speak. It's serious. They're concerned about it. I mean, if you're serious and concerned about a neck injury, I don't see how you play football in a short week. Alex Collins needs to be added in all formats. Um, from there, I mean, Homer, DJ Dow, I, okay, they've both had moments. I don't think either one needs to be added, but but Collins is certainly the guy um, when there was – when uh, Carson was in now the lineup last week, he was the guy that got the the touches, and everybody's like, "Oh, they're splitting carries." Blah, blah, blah. Um, when we really didn't know during the game that there was this neck issue. So, um, I think Collins is a guy that you know he's going to be a flex worthy. Um, if there's no, I mean, if you if you find out that Colin uh, that uh, Carson is down, and you know you can throw Collins in there as a you would use them as a you wouldn't use them as a flex. You would move one of your running backs into the flex because of the Thursday night right. game. But yeah, he can be used this week. If uh, he if, if if where is he ranked? Where is Collins ranked if Carson uh, doesn't play? If okay, so Carson for me um was ranked uh twenty third, twenty twenty to twenty one. He was twenty one for me. Um Carson probably goes to twenty four. I would probably uh You mean you mean I mean, Collins, Collins would, would go. To Collins would go somewhere around twenty-eight for me. Okay, so right. so he's a he's a flex. Okay, but uh, as you say, you wouldn't play him as a flex because no, no, but if because playing, Thursday, but yeah. but when you're ranking, I mean, he's yeah, not. No, I get the it. top twenty-four is RB one, RB two, and then twenty-four to thirty-six is RB three slash flex. If you're a Logan Thomas owner, uh, he's not going to play. Um, that's where because you're not. I don't think it's going to be Jay Sternberger that you're going well, to pick up. Well, um, no, Ricky, it's, it's Ricky. Ricky Seals I mean, Jones I mean, look, like a so much money spent on Ricky Seals Jones was just. I mean, I never even put a bid on him because uh, again, just a guy looked great and filling in. Uh, really sneaky play if you're if you're desperate. And it's not a tight end situation. Uh, sneaky play is to keep an eye on the kid Bates, the rookie out of Boise State mm-hmm. for for the Washington football team. But the sneaky play, if you're in a PPR league, is Adam Humphrey, who will take up that middle slot situation. If you're desperate, you know, you're missing Julio, or you don't know if A.J. Brown's going to play, or, you know, uh, Claypool or Juju. He may get, you know, six, eight targets, five, six catches, 50 yards. Maybe, you know, kind of be that guy in the slot uh, that takes those – those routes that uh, that Logan Thomas uh, was going to go, but I'm not excited about any of the other. The only one that I would be excited about because he is a he is a really good athlete and he was a pass catching tight end would be if Bates ever yeah you know gets that role. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sternberger, I, I get it. Twenty five shown some things. Oh, I understand why they picked uh, him up. I, I just I, I just I, yeah. I can't add him right no, now. No, of course not. So where what are some tight end options that might be out there? I mean, tight end is such like you get past the guys and it sucks. It's garbage. In my one I and by the way, I was a Logan Thomas owner so in was I. three leagues. Uh maybe even more for um me. well I, I, the best I was able to do is I got Dawson Knox. And more. Dawson Knox is the guy that you need to add right now. I mean uh, I 
it's even worse because you know Hawkinson didn't practice, uh, Kittle didn't practice. I've seen Gasicki on some waiver wires. I think you could go in that direction. Um, you know, Jared Cook, Cameron Brait. Uh, you know, Max Williams is a popular pickup this week. You know, he had his moment in the sun last week. He's not going to be consistent. But like you said, after the top well, and, four and, or five, and none of them and, are. But they're at least a really good offense. Yeah, yeah, so, it's a good offense. It's yeah. a speculative type of thing. Um, you know, I've added, I saw a lot of people drop uh, Cole Komet. I know he hasn't done a darn thing. But now that we've gotten uh, Fields as our starting quarterback, you got to hope that that offense is a little bit more you know, active, especially in the passing game. Things break down. Young quarterbacks tend to look at their tight ends. We'll, we'll see how that works. But like you said, I mean, tight end's garbage. I mean, it just it just is. And with these guys being, you know, it's Kelsey, Waller, Andrews. You know, Pitts is getting targets. I mean, he's not turning into anything, but at least he's getting targets. Um, God forbid Hawkinson and Kittle don't play this week. <laughs> Who knows? No. Who knows? Oh, oh, it's just so gross. Raw, so who, gross. Which, 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 which tight end is still still around? Will Disley, yeah. Ross Dwelly. Disley plays tonight, so which, he won't which, have that. Which tight end? Which 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 tight end that you know is off the radar is, is Dalton Schultz. I'm suddenly in love. Yeah, with. Yeah, I mean, look, he's being used. The the only thing I, I look again. Any, it's funny because any tight end that has even a semblance of a good game. Everybody's rushing to pick up. Everybody's spending tons of fab money. Look, I like Schultz as a player, but, I mean, they share with, with oh, Jarwin. I mean, I it, it could be just as easily Blake Jarwin week this week. So Dan Arnold, huh? Yeah, Dan Arnold week. Look, I, I'll say this about Dan Arnold. I was actually – Encouraged by how much they used him? Yeah. I mean, he showed up two days before the game, <laughs> and he's running routes and getting targets, and they used him, and that's a – Look, that's an offense that could be something if if the head coach would just get out of the freaking way of it and and, and realize <laughs> there are some other problems. No, but I'm just talking about yes, there are, but I'm just talking about in game. Like you're you're doing things that are being successful, and then all of a sudden you have a lead and you stop doing them, and you lose the game, and you're like you know and you're upset well you know you're an idiot you you don't the things that were right in front of you that were working the whole game but I am encouraged Dan Arnold is a guy that I think should be rostered in all leagues because of the way they used them they obviously said hey we need a tight end option in this offense they grabbed a guy that you know we've always liked Dan Arnold because he's that kind of move tight end and we we've always seen little glimpses but to show up two days and get that many targets and to run that many routes for a team. Well, clearly a guy they wanted, too. Yeah. It was a so, that yeah, I mean, they gave up a good player. I mean, a decent player. Mm-hmm. I mean, hey, uh, real real quick, selfishly, who do you like more, Schultz or Brait, this week? I mean, Schultz just because okay. of the way, of the right. usage. Right. Thank you. Every seat is the best seat at M&T Bank Stadium. Don't miss a moment of Ravens football this season. Single-game tickets are now available at BaltimoreRavens.com slash tickets. And then let's try to go to some good news. The big story last week, of course, was the Carolina Panthers. And for as panicked as we were about Christian McCaffrey, he's back on the practice field this week. What do we make of that? I assume it's as simple as saying if McCaffrey plays, you're playing him. And if he doesn't, can you still play Chuba Hubbard? Or are you too turned off by what happened last week? So, um, first of all, yes. If McCaffrey plays, we, we saw this last year. If he plays, you're starting him. You don't have any other choice. 
in most situations with it with the way the running back landscape is. Uh, if I'm a Hubbard owner and I do not own Christian McCaffrey, I am making a trade offer to the Christian McCaffrey uh, owner to try to trade him. The concerning thing about – I don't think that he looked terrible last week, but when they got behind and you're like, this was Mike Davis last year and this has always been McCaffrey, where were the seven targets in the last two drives that meant nothing and he wasn't in the game? Yeah. And something called Rod Smith was the pass-catching guy. He might seem nice. Seems like a wonderful guy. Yeah, I mean, seems you know? like a swell fella. So, he does. Uh, but this is a guy that they cut, brought back on the practice squad, and then made active. I'm, I'm with and you. he's the passing down guy. Doesn't give me the. It sounds like the, what you're saying is you wouldn't release. I'm Shuba not relieving. Uh, no, I'm trying to Wait. trade him to the McCaffrey owner. And if I have him, mm-hmm. and McCaffrey doesn't play, I'm probably forced to use him because he's still getting all the work in the run game. I'm just in a PPR situation. I mean, he's not going to be the he's not going to be the pass catching guy. We're not looking at five, six, seven targets. We're looking at one or two. So the expectation is less. But I'm also trying to trade him as quickly as I can. All right. Anything else on the injury front? Uh look, uh running back wise, nothing. We've we kind of covered all that. Uh AJ Brown practiced. Yay. Trending the right du- direction. T. Higgins practiced limitedly, trending in the right direction. Claypool trending in the right direction. Juju not trending in the right direction. Got a lot of should I drop Juju questions this week. He had I'm a, starting to wonder if I should drop Allen Robinson, by the way. Well, God. yeah. Uh, That's the, one of the grossest things that I could well, him and Him and Woods are just like things that are just make your head yeah. explode. Uh, no, we're not – we're not dropping Juju because he got eight targets last week. I mean, every right. people look, people just look at box scores. You got to look at what the usage is, and and the usage was as bad as that offense was. He got eight targets, and in certain weeks, those eight targets are going to turn into five or six catches for sixty yards. So no, he's not droppable. Now, am I eagerly using him? I mean, I'm playing Jalen Waddle over him this this week in a in a league, even if Juju is active. So. Um, you got that. Uh, uh, also on the wide receiver front, um, who's the other guy that I wanted to mention and I can't remember his name. Uh, the oh, the, we I wanted to talk about Rashad Bateman, but go ahead. We, okay, you, we'll yeah. we'll get there. But uh, uh, Sterling Shepard and uh, Slayton still didn't practice. They're probably out. Tony looked good. Tony looked good. I mean, he looked good. He should be on everybody's roster. He should be rostered at this point. Um, I think it's going to be really interesting when those guys are healthy, how they use them. And Galladay finally looked like he had a pulse last week. Um, Ingram, you can cut. I'm done. I, I tried. Two weeks, I tried. I'm, I'm out. I think at this point in one league, I owned all of the Houston backs, and I have cut all of them. Yeah, yeah, no. Evan Ingram. Oh, Evan Ingram. Yeah, Evan Ingram. I, yeah, I, Evan Ingram. Ingram. Oh, Sorry. no, no, no. We were talking about my fault. Catching. My fault. My fault. Uh, no, but yeah. yes, uh, I, I, I could be done with all those. Yes. And to be quite frankly – Outside of uh, Murray, I've I cut or all the if I needed a space, I cut all the rostering Bell in both my leagues. Just to yeah. I, I, you know what he's he's the only one like he's the speculative guy that that at the bottom of your bench. But 
I mean, Tyson's not going to be a thing. Freeman's not going to be a thing. Uh, I, you know, maybe Tyson some point. I don't know, but I dropped him for Collins. You yeah, know, yeah, I, I dropped that. him for Perrine. Yeah. I dropped him for guys I know are going to be active and being usage. And of course, that means he probably scores two touchdowns Almost this certainly. week. Um, but be that as it may, uh, we we got to play it like that. Um, but with the Ravens in mind, really quickly, do you think that Bateman should be owned? Yes, he should be owned. But again, I'm I'm not I'm not expecting this grandiose rookie season, and I never was expecting it. Because of the Ravens are who they are now. Suddenly a throwing team. They though. are, but you still you have three other guys that are getting targets. I mean, how many targets does he take away? And how many targets a game? If he catches four balls a week for 50 yards and scores a touchdown, that's fantastic. The question is if he takes Watkins' spot. Well, but that's the thing. Is he taking Watkins' spot, and how long does that take? Now, he should be owned if you, can, if you have room for him and you're not pick- – but I'm not – He's go- he should be owned on your team if you don't have injury problems and you need some to play somebody. You're not picking him up to play him this week. You're probably not picking him up to play him in the next two weeks. Right. But, yes, he should be owned. He's a very talented wide receiver who looked great in, in practices from all accounts and, and, and they had high hopes for. But, again, the targets were never going to be there this year. Um, and, and I just – don't I mean I can't start him. I can't start him. There's, oh, there's no there's no world I can start him. But yeah, he's got to be rostered. All right. 25 leagues he's rostered in every single one of them. All right. Very good. I got uh, zero shares. I I have none in uh, my three. Zip out. Well, this I also play in all three leagues that are Baltimore centric. Yeah, so, it's like, hard. I mean, if it's Baltimore centric impossible. and you had the IR spot, yep. it was tough to find him. Yep. Um That's what it is. It's what it is. what it is. Uh, you got a lot of questions, and we're going to get to them, I promise. We're going to do that next. In fact, I'm going to let you guys go ahead and me- maybe. We'll see. Uh, maybe. It's the Pressbox Fantasy Football Show. <laughs> Ken Zalis is here. Need to hone your computer skills to boost your career? Or maybe you want an IT certification. CCBC Continuing Education has the courses and programs you need for a career in the computer field. And it's all tuition-free. From the basics to specialized training, we have the classes you need from hardware to programming to cybersecurity and so much more. It's your choice. It's your career. Call 443-840-4700 or visit ccbcmd.edu slash computer training. Glory Days Grill's popular Oktoberfest menu is back, and it features their delicious chicken schnitzel, two chicken cutlets, hand-breaded in herb panko, and pan-fried until golden brown, served with mustard cream sauce, mashed potatoes, and roasted vegetables. Their menu also includes your favorites, like the Oktoberfest Brewer's Platter, Brewer's Sausage Sandwich, Prussian Pretzel Rolls, Slam Dunk Pretzels, and Apple Cobbler. All of these meals pair well with their many Oktoberfest beers and Angry Orchard on draft. Dine on their patios or in their dining room, or order online at glorydaysgrill.com and pick up your favorites to take home. Glory Days Grill has been proud to serve the community for the last 25 years. Thank you, fans. If you change lanes and brake suddenly in front of my tractor trailer, I won't be able to stop. Our lives could change forever. Trucks need room to stop. Don't cut it close. Brought to you by the Maryland Department of Transportation State Highway Administration. What's up, everybody? This is Taz Bowser. 
I can't wait to see you guys for the Ties Bowser show this fall. We're going to be taking the show on the road all over the area. You can meet me and my very special guests. If you can't make it out, you can watch the show on live on Pressbox Facebook page or listen the next day. Find out more about where we'll be by checking out pressboxonline.com slash Bowser. We'll see you all season long for the Tyus Bowser show. The next Tyus Bowser show is Tuesday, October 19th at Twain's Tavern in Pasadena. It's brought to you by Pressbox, Grade 8's memorabilia, and True Strong Services. Back, but yeah, we didn't really talk about that on our show at all this week. Ken and I yeah. were in agreement about the thing. Yeah, we were from we Sunday. Were. I eased up on it as the the days went on, and the only issue that I had is this constant attempts that we've been doing to try to make false equivalencies. Right, I know, like right. John Harbaugh trying to compare it to the you know yeah, good, just trying I mean, to win the football game, and then people trying to bring up this bizarre random situation yeah, from a year ago where Drew Locke threw the ball on the final play because a, a knee wouldn't have run the clock out. Correct. They're not the same, they're no matter how same. badly you want yeah, them know. to be the it's same. Just, it's just they're not. It's just really it's funny. Very and, strange. Anyway, I right, remind everybody why they should be playing underdog fantasy football. Because it's fun and you can win money. Um, and more importantly, you can go to underdog right now and join. And as long as you make a minimum deposit of ten dollars and you put in the code PressBox, you're going to get ten dollars to play with for free. Uh, but you can do this in so many ways. You can do. Weekly drafts. You can still play best ball up and through up until the start of week six. They're having something that they call like best ball resurrection, where you can still do a best ball league, which is just draft against people. Uh, you could do player props. You could do uh, rivals uh, within the same team. You know who's going to get more uh, receiving yards today, Cooper Cup or Robert Woods, and you know, and and uh, it may be like Robert Woods minus. Or, or plus 38 mm-hmm. versus Cooper Cup. You can do this in so many different ways. I bet Cooper Cup. I, I would too, yeah. but I had, just, somebody, just me. I had somebody arguing with me that this could be the week that uh, Robert Woods gets 100 yards and a touchdown. I was like, yeah, I said that last right. week. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. Right. You want And if you think it is, you, you can play that prop. That. Right, exactly. Uh, right. But but the great part is, is like for as little as a dollar, you can you can win twenty dollars uh, just by getting five. Uh, player props right or five over-unders right, things like that. And it's just a different way to do DFS. And you're playing – you can play against other people, but you're also playing against yourself and the, and, and props. You, you're yeah. Like you're not playing against thousands or maybe millions of different people and different lineups. You select what you like best, what you think is going to happen in the game, and you – if you win, if if you get it correct, you win money, and if you don't, you so, so I might say congratulations, you played yourself is something that I might say. You you, you might, might say I that might, I might you say might that. say that, I but but it, that. I'm having a ton of fun with it. It's a it's a new way to play, um, you know. Until you know the state of Maryland uh, has you know player prop betting, this is the next best thing right, right. now in this state. So uh, you know, go ahead, join, give it a give it a chance. You get ten dollars, so there's really no risk. All right, uh, Ben in San Francisco. Good morning. It's, it's afternoon here now, Ben. Uh, half point PBR flex question: Jamison Crowder, Naheem Himes, or Nelson Aguilar? Is Naheem Himes hurt? What happened there? Yeah, he's week? a little he's a little nicked up. Um, but they're both nicked up. It was really it was a weird thing. They didn't want to play Marlon Mack the week before, but then they were forced to in the right. fourth quarter last week. Um, I'm gonna go Aguilar here. I, I get it. None of these are 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 sexy. None of these are thrilling. Uh, you know, plays, but. Uh, I did like what I saw last week, and I think the passing game comes along as, as we go forward. I, I started to feel something there too. Like, yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't, I, I don't care for it because it makes me think that 
they could be a threat again. It's not well, this year. Not, not this, this year. year. Not this year. But, but but it looks like they may have found they 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 chose the quarterback properly for what they do. Yep. And he fits what they it's, do, and he looked good. Very reminiscent of he what they good. did with Tom Brady once upon uh, a time. Yeah, we're not we're not going to go there yet. But I'm not, yes, it's very different thing. Very I'm different not saying thing. he's Tom Brady. No. I'm saying it's reminiscent, it's reminiscent. of what they he, did he with looks Tom good. Brady. He looks good. He looks competent. Looks like an NFL quarterback, and he's got yep. he's got Aguilar, and he's got Myers, and and Harris looks like he's a as long as he's healthy is a is a good back. And they got those two tight ends that are professional tight ends, and you know he's got an offense around them. Matt Myers, uh, can I afford another performance from? Dalvin Cook, uh, Chris Carson, Keenan Allen, Chris Godwin, TJ Hawkins. He just wants to complain. That's all. I just realized what this is. He's just complaining about his team. I'm going to say, That's I'm going to go out on a limb and say, no, you can't. Yeah, you can't. Oh, by the way, Dalvin Cook and DeAndre Swift last week. Oof. That was a. There, there were a bunch. The, 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 the Dud I suppose, list. I suppose the trade for Dalvin Cook still. The Dud, yeah, the <laughs> Dud list last week was the who's who of fantasy football. Oh, so. oh it was so gross. It was gross. Man, it was so gross. Um, Luke Jackson asked this question, of course, press box his own, but he doesn't just says stick with Damian Harris or in the flex or look for other options at this point. I like Harris this week. I, you know, what I was most encouraged about Harris is that he is getting more and more involved in the passing game now that James White. Uh, is not there, um, and that Brandon is some. Bolden's taking the bulk of the work. He is, way, but yeah. but when you go from zero to four targets, I'm encouraged. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued by that. If I can get two extra points, four extra points in the passing game, two for twenty, uh, I I like that from a guy that is going to get all the goal line work. I like how they're using him. Uh, James Robinson, Clyde edwards elaire and DeAndre Swift start two. Well, it's James Robinson. Let's just let's just put that. I, I hope it is. I, I keep on I telling gotta, everybody. There's there's a buddy is. of mine said maybe one day. Uh, uh, gave you me, told me last week to start oh, Chuba Hubbard over James Robinson. I did, but yeah, he was a better th- player. Thanks for that. But there's a guy, you know, you know. But I we're gonna go C H. Um, you also you also told me Justin Herbert stinks. He did for two weeks. Um, <laughs> wish he'd throw the bottom Mike Williams. But I digress. Uh, James Robinson and C H. Uh, James Robinson. Oh, and uh, Edward Zilaire over Swift. Okay. Yes. All right. Very yes. good. Um, Swift thing. Swift thing is starting to be a pain in neck. Well, he's been great for three weeks, and then he had an off one last week. I don't like, but I still don't like how they're using. Well, they're using Williams a lot. Yeah, yeah, it's really annoying. It is really annoying. I agree <laughs> so with that. Annoying. It's to be fair, very they played annoying. very poorly as a whole team last week. So they maybe did. They, maybe they wise up. You know. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, maybe. Uh, Jamar Chase, Cortland Sutton, Calvin Ridley, and Marquise Brown got a bench one. Give me those again. You you flew through them. Jamar Chase, Jamar Chase, Cortland Sutton, Calvin Ridley. Who I I, I know. Not, you know. I know. I got, I got there? asked about that. And too. Hollywood Brown got a bench one. Uh, Sutton just based on the quarterback and all that mess. Oh right, yeah. Drew Locke's a thing. Drew Locke is a thing. All right, I've got a question for you. Um, I want to pick up Chris Evans in a league. It was a league where I got P Ryan. I'm not going to play him, um, but I want to pick up Evans. Would you drop? Yeah, I would have to either drop Chuba. Yeah, I'm going back to a question. Yeah, I want Swift over Ch. Okay, sorry, Swift and Robinson. Okay, there you go. Changed my mind. Talked myself out of it. Okay, what's your very question? Very good. I want to drop, or I want to, I want to pick up Evans. You do, but but I, I don't. Do I drop Le'Veon? Do I drop? They're the same player. They're they're both speculative. Or do, do I drop, drop Hubbard? No, you're not dropping Hubbard. Do I? This is my keeper league. Do I drop K 
Cam Akers no. and move Logan Thomas to my IR spot. No, no. Okay, so no, I'm just I don't not, like that to keep her. I'm just not picking up. Evans, yeah, it's it's. A, I mean, if you think okay, so my team, I have more kind of hope for Evans being a thing than Bell being a thing. But, but Bell the, at least will be involved right, for the season right, at least. Sooner, whereas Evans, sooner. you don't even know how long yeah, he we has don't an know. opportunity I for. I mean, he's got – Evans has played every week. Well, he's like, good he's got a good basketball Talented player, right, Michigan right. guy. Yeah. Um, so he's been involved every week, which, which is a good thing. You would think maybe a little bit more now, mixing out. Um, Bell, I, again, they're both speculative to me. I, I don't know. I, I don't know what the Ravens are doing at, at running back. I'd probably avoid it. But, but but you wouldn't take you uh, wouldn't drop him for Evans. No. Okay. Uh Nick Kelly, uh thanks again for the James Robinson call last week. This week See? I'll just jerk. <laughs> I would play Chuba Hubbard if I were uh, Pitt, tired. Pitts or Knox is his question. Pitts or Knox. <sighs> I get it. I do. I mean it's still Pitts for me. Knox is still touchdown dependent, so I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Pitts. All right, Kyle they're clo- they're close. They're six and eight for me this week. Um, I am assuming Damian Harris over Javante Williams. Yes. All right. Uh, let's see about how do you like a decision between Damian Williams, Corey Davis, Jacoby Myers, and Emmanuel Sanders. I suppose Latavius Murray, but currently I have Williams in the flex. Half point? Yes. Who did you say after Myers? Uh, Emmanuel Sanders, Latavius Murray. Kind of like Sanders against a high-scoring game this week. I, I, I get the Williams thing, and I do, and I like Williams this week. Now, would you play Again, Sanders so you know over, what? You you know play what? Sanders over Higgins? No. Uh, if Higgins practices fully, hmm. you're just on fire Very today. Very frustrating. Uh, I'm going to go Williams. The matchup's good enough against Vegas. I, I want a piece of that Buffalo. I get it. I, I, I want a piece of that game, but let's go with what we know, which is probably 15 to 17 touches mm-hmm. and – a good chance to score a touchdown at some point. And then if Higgins is limited throughout the week, then you consider Sanders over him? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, now, what about Edwards, Hilaire, or Kareem Hunt? Uh, I bet you they're going to be so close. But I'm going to take Hunt uh, over, over Edward, Edwards, Hilaire. I, the only way I see Cleveland – doing this is limiting and, and using their running backs, which which they've done a lot of, like the usage. Um, CH is weird for me. It's just, he just doesn't get enough in the passing game uh, for me to, to, to put him over guys like Hunt that, that you know potentially get six catches. Okay. Need two of Beckham, Jacoby Myers, Corey Davis, and Michael Pittman. Give me Davis and Myers. Good. Uh, and then if Gronk plays, assume. are you playing him over Fant? Gronk's not playing, so let's not even go down that road. There okay. it is. All right. Miles um, uh, Gaskin, Henry Ruggs, or Christian Kirk? 
But we're not playing Gaskin. Until Gaskin is on the dead to me list until they figure out consistently what they're going to do with him because that was just just awful last week. Um, <sighs> Rugs or who? Again? Kirk. Give me Kirk. Okay. Um, James Connor or Mecole Hardman? Connor. Okay. I mean, I mean, we can't. I mean, I know we all want we all want the Miko Hardman thing to work. It's, it's definitely just, not. Been it's a thing. just not working. And, Speaking and, of not being a thing, yeah. Allen Robinson or Hunter Renfro. <laughs> this is where we are. It's definitely where we this are. This is where we are. There's one league where I want so badly to play Hunter Renfro that I almost played him over Mike Evans. Like I just so badly want to put Hunter Renfro in my my lineup every week that I was like, God, I might do it, but I didn't. I, I'm still going Robinson. Uh, I'm, I'm not mad if you go the other way. I mean, and I have this I, is Dave. By the I way. have Robinson as low as I can ever remember ranking him, which is 34th this week. Oof. Oof. But but the the Bears do have a good defense, and they can put pressure. I, I'm just kind of staying away from from Vegas as much as I can outside. You know, uh, this week I, I don't have a really good explosive offensive performance feeling from them. Okay. And Robinson's too good. He's too good. And uh, uh, one more time. All right, well, going back to the well. One more time. Going back to the well. Anything else we need to know this week? Yes, there are lots of things we okay. need to know. There is a London game at nine thirty a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yep. A barn burner of a game. That I, mean, I know yeah, there's not a lot of fantasy implications. Well, in this one, you know, I mean, there, Ridley, both, yes, Ridley, Ridley you know, there's there's some things. I mean, I said it. I said there's Davis. not a lot. That was my Kyle point. Pitts. There's not a lot. But we there's we have some, football at not at 9:30 a.m. till 12:30 p.m. or or 12:30 a.m. this week. So, yay! Uh, the bye weeks start next week. I know we don't like to talk about those type of but things. But at least it's not week four. At least the bye weeks waited a little bit longer sure. this year. Sure. I mean, I, I I do appreciate that for what it's worth. But it's going to be a problem. But yeah. but you, you need to look ahead. Right. All I'm saying is. Be prepared. Be prepared. Look, look, look now. Right. Go get uh, whatever and, you need to and, go get. And figure out what you need to get and, and understand like for who's For example, hurt. I have both Calvin Ridley and Alvin Kamara on by yes. in one league Yeah, I mean, it's so going to be a problem. I'm going to have to play Javante Williams and Hunter Renfro. Okay, well, that's, that's so not covered. a terrible yeah. situation. But there are people in worse situations. If you are 0-4. Yeah. And you have not made a trade this week. You are playing fantasy football wrong. I mean, you're playing it wrong. All right, all right. You're playing it wrong. Right. If the only thing going for you is Alvin Kamara, and you're owned four, and you can get two players for Alvin Kamara, go do it. Like you're owned four, you cannot go owned five. Owned five teams usually do not make the playoffs. Now, owned four teams don't normally make the playoffs. Well, you can. I mean, I, I get it. I'm just, I'm it. just saying. I, I mean, you gotta. This is the evaluation week for me. I don't panic. But if you're zero and four, or even if you're one and three and last in the league in points, you need to do something. Going to the waiver wire at this point is just not going to turn. There's not a player that you picked up this week that is going to turn your season around. You need to trade some value and try to get some guys that can fill in some holes that are giving you donuts. Yep. So 
All right. All right. Very good. Uh, hey, we had a great feast from Glory Days Grill. Real, real shame you weren't here yesterday, Ken. So it's a bummer that you missed out on the delicious chicken must, schnitzel must and the slam dunk pretzels and the brewer's have, sausage platter. Must have missed that evening. Yeah. It's, uh, they, were like, they were like, hey, we could bring it in on Thursday. And I was like, you know, Wednesday's a good day, too. Yeah, 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 it's okay. You know. We love Glory Days Grill. Uh, the Oktoberfest menu is phenomenal. Glorydaysgrill.com. Get your order in. Bring it home tonight or dine out on the patio or in your neighborhood Glory Days Grill. Love Glory Days Grill. At Fans Fantasy on Twitter, that's how you follow them. If you didn't get your question in, we will see you next Thursday. KZ, appreciate you, pal. Thank you. This has been the Press Box Fantasy Football Show.